Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming to you from SideQuest Studios, this is the Simpsons Index. Hello out there, I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me today in SideQuest Studios is the biggest panel we've ever put together. What have you done, Elliot? <laughs> well, first of all, here as always, except when he's not, he's B.T. Calloway. Ahoy, hoy, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> I've invited the guys from Hottest 100s and Thousands here, and also Jack R. Riley, featuring okay. Jack R. Riley. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and also Nathan Harrison. Hi. Adam Buncher. Now you're beginning to see how many people are actually in the room. It's like we're all stepping forward one by one mm-hmm. and you're realising the dread's starting to sink in. Andrew McDonald. So much whiteness has never been in one room before. <laughs> <laughs> they should call this group a podcast. <laughs> and David James Young. I'm Danny Rosewell. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for The Simpsons Index. Of course, this is a podcast where we watch and review three episodes of Simpsons at a time, but there is a twist. Each episode comes from a different decade. And now this is actually very, very special, not just because it's the biggest lineup we had, but this is the last episode that we're recording in the Castle Hill SideQuest Studios. Yeah, clap yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. We love you, Sam Yes, room. sir. <laughs> yeah, I'll be moving my dicks to Marrickville in a couple of weeks. You'll be moving your dicks? Both of them? I mean, yeah, all his dicks and things. (laughs) It was a very big box that I had to pack. Oh, look out. (laughs) Two people carrying them. Ladies! You know that bit where two people are carrying a pane of glass across a (laughs) room? It's like that one long box. I need this for my magnum dog. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, let's get into it and cause some chaos today, where we just watched an episode from the Disney era. This was season 30, episode 20, I'm Just a Girl Who Can't Say Doll. First released in April of 2019, directed by Adam Gunn, written by Jeff Newitt and Jeff Martin. Uh-huh. Temptation! <laughs> Thank you, David. In this episode, uh, they're doing like a Hamilton thing, but it's about Jebediah Springfield. And also, Homer's going to a baby and dad class so he can perv on the teacher. Hey, y'all, what do we think? Uh, Elliot, I would just like to say well done. You predicted this episode like four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you said, you said oh, they would do a, a Hamilton power. Can we run that tape? <laughs> I have no fucking idea what episode that's in, but I was there. I heard you say it. It's but... wild that in season 30, the episodes are an hour long. <laughs> <laughs> it's a and poor just, choice. And made entirely out of white noise. Yeah, yeah. was this the Snyder cut? <laughs> <laughs> it's so wild. Like, well, A, to begin with, I spent the entire episode anxious that Lynn manuel Moreno was going to show up. <laughs> like, at any second, like, he'd just been... When the janitor, like, behind them was, like, working, yeah. I was, he going to break in a song or yeah. something? I and truly kept being fearful that he was going yeah. to be in the episode. So, yeah. so it's a plus that he wasn't. Which Knowing is what I know about you, that would have been a really genuine fear. Dude, it was. Like, I was scared. You're, you're, like, the person who hates Hamilton the most of anyone yeah. on Earth, maybe? Yeah. wonder why I picked this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, no, I remember, because um, you... Like, the moment that they dropped it's going to be, like, a Hamilton thing, you looked at me and go, is Lin-Manuel in this? And I just went... <laughs> I just so went yeah, I had I thought. I thought you were teasing me. You were baiting me. You're a bad uh, friend, Elliot, uh, I think is what um, the point Also is. a bad podcaster. For everyone listening at home, I just bit my lip, Lin-Manuel style. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We're going to throw him into the bin, Immortal Techniques style. Yeah. <laughs> but totally, like... Like, for an episode that was ostensibly a Hamilton parody, like, it took them a long time to get to the fucking oh, yeah. musical section, right? And they didn't yeah. even spend that long there anyway. No, and then also, like, it kicks off 
with zero context. Like, mm-hmm. it starts with Marge being in the theatre production when... Um, who, who is it? Llewellyn Sinclair. Yeah. Llewellyn Sinclair. Yeah, the other reason I picked this episode for you guys, because, yeah, on the first time you were on the show, it was a return of Llewellyn Sinclair when Krusty was doing legitimate theatre, and, of course, last time we did Streetcar Named Marge. Yeah. I, yeah. I forgot about all of that. Yeah, well, because, <laughs> like, again, and, like, John Lovitz, obviously, he's terrific. He's a great mm. voice actor. He's a great actor. Um, But, like... Yeah, High School High. High School High. Yeah. <laughs> um, What's up? But, like, it, it kicks off with just zero context. Like, yeah. just even to have one scene... Before that, at home, when they're talking about Marge wanting to get back into theatre, would have been fucking appreciated. Yeah, it, like it was... This whole thing is a journey of Lou Ellen Sinclair quits directing Oklahoma, so they put Marge in charge as director, but then decide to reset everything and start from scratch of not even having a script and doing an entirely new script. Mm. So why isn't she just directing Oklahoma then? Mm. And this is really the thing, like, from somebody who hasn't watched a lot of new Simpsons or Simpsons from this era, that really struck me is this, like, everything had so little context and mm. like even the fact that with characters and i think i've noticed this a few times in the few episodes from this kind of era that i have seen mm. it's like anyone can be anywhere at any time yeah. for any given reason and i'm sure that's something that you guys have mentioned kind of in the past but it yeah. really really struck me yeah. it's like for, for no reason like there's particularly lovitz's character Sinclair was just popping up at Marge's doorstep in a restaurant. He was just, like, showing up all yeah. the time. Yeah, apropos of nothing. Yeah. How many times have they brought him back now? Uh, I believe this is the fourth. That's um, fucking insane. It's been mostly in the last five years as well. Like, huh. yeah. Really? Because there was a real, like, that lack of context. He was just yeah. there. He didn't yeah. introduce himself. He didn't kind of big himself up as this... Like, it, it just yeah. was yeah, happening. If you didn't know, you wouldn't know. Yeah. 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 But that's The Simpsons now, right? Like, but, uh, if you yeah. don't know, there's there's so much there. I couldn't imagine that being your first episode of The Simpsons mm. and being able to pass anything no. mm. that it, was going on. I mean, that's the question at this stage. It's who is The Simpsons for? Who is The Simpsons audience? Mm. Right. I Fox. could not pick it. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's us, people. Yeah. Who, it's podcasters <laughs> who review The Simpsons. But yeah. it's like, is that why they're making it so, like, visibly bad like it's just like is it just purely for audiences to pick apart because i can't see any other reason for it existing other than for people to critique it poorly and and it's essentially a sketch show these days where it's like modern reference old characters that you know here's willie he's going to do some scottish shit yeah here's sideshow mel he's going to be theatrical it's all caricatures and sketches it's yeah not the show we knew and loved especially when willie was quite developed as an interesting character you know he rips off his shirt and he's really really grease me up woman Mm -hmm. and they just decide to be like, no, he likes haggis, you guys. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of like, like, what? I will give props because I'm um, obviously like one of the things about contemporary Simpsons is that like most sticks it out even just from a, a screenshot. It obviously it's in widescreen and it's like the fidelity of the animation is ostensibly much higher than in the episodes that we all know and love. Yeah. But like, I will give uh, props the sequence where Homer is Humpty Dumpty as the egg mm. and he's like lapping at his own yolk. That got a chuckle out of me. That looked weird, and I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's very pretty. Obviously, like, all the, the animation and, like, the high definition and all that stuff is there. But then you get to the actual voice, act and everything is fu- Julie Kavner no. sounds like she's on she, life support. She's, yeah, she, she sounds old. She sounds man. like Bob Dylan. <laughs> Mar- 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 <laughs> I'm worried about Marge from the, oh, yeah, from the like, voice. Like, like a dot matrix line. printer. How many times does a man walk? It's just like, you know when you see Dylan now, and he's doing, like, these completely unrecognizable, like, you only figure out what song he's doing halfway through when he says the name of the song. You're just like, all oh, right. Cabner's half it's just like, oh, Homer. Oh, Homer. Yeah, well, like, like, oh, oh, you're supposed to be Marge, right? Yeah, well, I get cause, it. Because Julie Cabner is 70 now. 
Yeah. Yeah, right. Which, like, if I'm still working at 70, my voice is going to sound like shit as well. Oh, sure. I I, I don't talk for a living. Yeah, which I often do at my job. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why they didn't lean into the Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, Homer. Uh, yeah. And yeah, because when I predicted Simpsons do Hamilton, it was going to be Homelton. Yeah. Like, some sort of clunky. Oklahoma works. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's and, disappointing. And also, in the title of the episode, they went against the long-standing tradition of using mm. dough instead of annoyed grunt. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yes. Yeah. It should have been like. There is a real like say annoyed grunt. Yeah. Like the rules of the town and the relationships don't exist anymore mm. because yeah. it's just about referencing what used to happen. Which is mm. so weird because they've, they've done grunting. so many resets as well. They're like referencing back to some stuff, but then other stuff is just not canon anymore. Right, and it feels particularly weird when we are reusing all these bits and yet we're not acknowledging how many plot points are being recycled. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Because right? it's like, it's margin of play. Yep. Like, we've seen that. Yes. And it's like, Homer is horny for someone who's not Marge. We've seen that. Definitely. And, like, there were probably other... She uh, was fucking hot, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, on that, on that sub point, like... <laughs> I, just, me out. I just looked at that whole subplot and I just went, oh, it's Twitch. Right, mm. like it's oh, it's 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 like yeah. a, especially the the way that all of the guys in the class thought that they had this relationship mm. to this person. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is totally like. And how many fucking throwbacks were in that class too? There was Johnny Tightlips and Gil, Gil and yeah. Radio Wolfcastle. Wolf yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just like all these dudes. It's just like, what's the fucking point? Is, is it literally just Leonardo DiCaprio pointing? Is that what? <laughs> is that the whole point of it? Is that ah ah? That, that's him. That whole subplot was so nothing as well. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. It didn't culminate in any. It, it had zero. Like I know obviously the B plots not, often don't connect to the main plot, but like it had zero connection yeah, to really any didn't. of Marge's shit. And there wasn't like a moment where Marge was like, oh, you're lusting after another woman what the fuck especially like what a cool story that would be of like I'm working so hard on this play and you're thinking about some other woman yeah Mm. and like and like there was no reconciliation of him being like like he he just like looked at a hot person and then that was it that was the plot and holy shit Jack that would have been incredible right because like here's an example of Marge actually breaking barriers making these these huge jumps of growth for herself which by the way like the thing that was so noticeable is any time the show could have given her a moment to like have that actual congratulations they kind of threw it away for a gag even to the fact that the episode ended yeah right, where she got an award it's like yeah. we want to see Marge feel good about herself and also apro of nothing like in all of Homer's fantasies about this um, teacher or whatever yeah. like it's framing Marge as this naggy wife for no reason and no, it doesn't yeah. really reconcile that either well, no, yeah. I mean, Homer's best defence in this is his fantasies about this woman aren't remotely sexual <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> as in he's Humpty Dumpty and he's broken and she's like well you're broken now it's well, a little bit vore but then like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry do you, do you, do you, what subsection of Pornhub are you on yeah. man do, do, do you not have the regular sex dream about being Humpty Dumpty and being broken and then a woman like puts you back together so, mm. emotionally maybe but physically no but not how... a woman but king's horses and king's men definitely yeah. oh boy look out but how good would it have been right if you did have that plot and it's like here's this genuine achievement but Homer is too fixated on someone who yeah, is it's something there's actual social commentary there especially if you read her thing being a comment as I did on like you know there's this cult personality that happens on these online platforms like mm. Instagram or Twitch or those kinds of things right. it's um in my fanfic that I'm writing <laughs> in this, um, uh-huh. I'm, I'm gonna make it an actual sequel to Streetcar Named Marge because those mm. themes of Homer being a neglectful 
husband and father are really touched on in a really beautiful way and sort of the hopelessness slash just pure strength of Marge being like I'm going to put up with this because I know that Homer's not intentionally trying to be a dick about this like so many of the scenes you could have called back to in this yeah. he could have actually made it like a full-on sequel and been really hammering some of those themes it like, really speaks volumes about an episode where we're already getting into the what would we change Elliot what would stand out to you in this episode for better or worse oh I'm glad you asked um, <laughs> you've uh, done this before haven't you <laughs> <laughs> um, why is Marge wearing glasses oh, like, oh yeah that's thing. literally never come up come yeah. up brand new hat the whole, <laughs> like, what was the whole point of her even wearing the suit right like apart yeah. from Mo making a weird Hillary Clinton joke. Yeah, like, was, was that straight? That's definitely Hillary. Yeah, and also like it was super weird to see Marge drinking. Like, yeah, that was a weird fucking thing, man. And also that mm. it was like there was no plot point to that. Yeah. It was <laughs> no. oh, Marge is stressed, so she's gonna start drinking. What'll happen from nothing? Yeah, it's, it's like, like, oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's like she rocked up a bit south, right? Like, How yeah. many fucking times in this fucking show, like now, do they bring something up and then it never comes up again? Case in point, when everyone is introducing themselves, Lenny is just like, I'm playing this character, uh, but I'm also an ostrich. He goes over, gets yeah. inside an ostrich costume, and just walks around inside it for like... 30 seconds and then it's never mentioned again. It's not like a Shekhov's gun thing where it's just like later on he like saves the day and is an ostrich or some shit. It's just straight up picked up, looked and gone, ha! And then they just put it down and never mention it again. Mm. There's a lot of visual gags that yeah. absolutely don't pay off. It's just someone falling off something. Un- yeah. Until. Yeah, until. Until the breakdancing bear. That was great. That, that was the bear was good. So what stood out for me, Elliot? Yep. Yeah. Skipping to Adam Vulture, what stood out to you for better or worse? The the breakdancing bear. Yeah. <laughs> it was played the one by. One laugh I got by John Lithgow. Yes, yeah. indeed. I'm yeah. a simple man. I see a bear Lord, Lord, Lord Farquhar himself. <laughs> John yeah. Lithgow. Yes, yeah. indeed. The other joke that actually did get a chuckle from me was Homer's continuous, is there booze? Like talking to Maggie. Like, I don't know. It was simple and maybe yeah. I felt a little bit guilty like mm. buying into that joke. Every mm. time the new Simpsons makes me laugh, I go, Adam. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. But that did You had the same me. thing too, didn't you, Jack, in one of those bits? Oh, uh, what was it? It was the, um... Oh, Ma- Maggie, how long have you been here? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but, but there's something to say for like the way the script like there's the story and then there's just so many unnecessary jokes thrown on top of it made by people who aren't connected to the story at all you just want to mm. say go back to the story let that make the jokes yeah like Homer's relationship with Maggie can be funny let that be mm. funny yeah. you don't need Wolfcastle to be in this baby <laughs> class for some reason yeah. yeah and Nathan what stands out to you for better or worse I mean that I guess <laughs> <laughs> I really liked that the theatre would put in huge oh. font on the sides new untested direct <laughs> <laughs> that was more, yeah, I had that over down as well. Yeah. That's very good. Uh, how about you, BT? What stands out to you for better or worse? Well, I mean, I remember what episode is it where they say that very few cartoons are done live? It's a great strain on the animator's wrist. Whereas this was very obviously done live to the cast just, you know, improvising. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, what really stood out to me was the, the person who decides to write the script about uh, Jebediah Springfield is Lisa writing a play, warts and all, about Jebediah Springfield. Mm. Yeah. It's a known pirate that she knows is a fake. It's like, do you remember this part, guys? Because uh, yeah. I do. Look, she forgot one. it was like twenty years ago. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, no, it was just—it was just a weird moment of, 
Are they going to bring that up at all? Okay, no. Okay. No, okay. this episode doesn't even have any memory. Like, I noticed the cast of the yeah. play kept changing as well. Like, in that scene where they're all introducing themselves and Lenny does the dumb fucking ostrich thing, Luann introduces herself and then she's in the crowd watching the play. Yeah. She was a cast weird. member. Holy fuck, I forgot uh, about that. Just while we're on memory, I would like to bring up a quick Jordan's Anal Corner. Jordan's Anal Corner? Uh, in which they say Jebediah Springfield died by a beaver bite. No, canonically, he was either killed by a bear or died of syphilis, depending on which mm. version you're going with. So that's already in there. Or yeah. is infectious diphtheria? Or in my spec script, he just called the bear syphilis. Who's <laughs> <laughs> right. Jordan? Is he single? Uh, <laughs> kind of. Uh, <laughs> I'll find him on Grinder. That's enough. <laughs> uh, DJY, what stands out to you from this episode for better or worse? Bart did a floss. Why did why did why did he do that? Hey Deej, hey Deej, it's not the first time either. <laughs> I almost successfully killed myself when I saw that. It he, was fucked up. He was very nearly not in the episode, which seems yeah. like a mercy to him. Yeah, <laughs> and they were like, no. He could have done more. He could have done the whip. He could have done the nae Like, if you spent more time with Bart, like, there's no knowing what kind of Gen Z dances he could have done. He truly was the backpack kid of the 90s. Really? Hundo <laughs> P. Goodness me. Imagine if The Simpsons starts its own TikTok. <laughs> oh, don't, don't give him ideas. Disney they do is listen. Oh, no, 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 Disney they, is always they're listening. They're always listening. Stop no, giving the simulation the input. They're going to do it in, like, five years when TikTok's fucking dead anyway. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> out of the time. Out of the time. But does anyone have any comments about Bart's song? Because I certainly don't. Oh. Bart had a song? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he was teasing We, we, we were so distracted oh, right. by the flossing. It, it certainly doesn't compare to um, Skinner do is a bar Nutty. Man. Yeah, do the Bartman. Skinner is a Nutty has a rubber butt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lisa, her teeth are uh, uh, big and green. Big and green. Yeah. Like gasoline. Yeah, Lisa, it's your birthday. Like He's been responsible for some classics. Mm, Simpsons Christmas Boogie is also an <laughs> all-timer. Grammy Award winning. Grammy Award winning. Mm. Yes, indeed. Where he's like on the Simpsons sings the blues. Oh yeah, fuck. What he does like, what is that? Does anyone? Is that? That sounds like a thousand miles. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's like uh, the the original is driving around in my automobile. Oh No particular place to go. No particular. Yeah, but um, Bart does a cover of that on Simpsons sings the blues, which is the superior Simpsons album if you ever want. Oh no, Kia Springfield is so much better. Kia Springfield is good if you enjoy the songs from the show, but. Simpsons Sings the Blues is like a riff. It's like an extension. Extended yeah. universe. Yeah, true, yeah, true yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's where you know. get... I get, uh, I get you don't like it, but... <laughs> that's where you get Deep Deep Trouble featuring DJ Jazzy Jeff. Oh, true. Hey. I forgot about hey, that. DJ Jazzy Jeff? <laughs> is there any other? <laughs> How about you, Jack R. Riley? What stands out to you from this episode, for better or worse? Um, What stands out is just the big overarching question of why yeah. what are we doing here like I can't imagine a writer's room meeting on Monday morning being like are we are you sure we're still doing this mm. imagine know. having to watch shit like this every single week mm. yeah <laughs> four episodes a week I feel oh, like you're God. thinking of it wrong this wasn't something that was started on a Monday and continued this is something that was pushed through the door on Friday night it doesn't feel like it's a good writer's room yeah. like there, there's no joy in yeah. this script like, yeah. It's got a list of like final, final two, final three. Accidentally <laughs> sent through the draft in a doc X. It's just like, <laughs> fuck it, that'll do. Yeah. Someone I woke it... up at 3 p.m. on a Friday and was like, I'm a Simpsons writer. Oh, <laughs> shit. 
What did they stop that show? They stopped it in season six. How about you, Mac? What stands out to you for better or worse? Like things I've said, like I did think that the animation when Homer was Humpty Dumpty was funny enough, kind of thing. Um, yeah, it looks stylized at yeah. least. The opening credits, like they're like obviously they've expanded the couch sequence to right. be, yeah. they, they get guest animators and stuff like that. They're having fun with it, so good on them. Um, <laughs> that's enough said about that. What was the, the opening credits thing? My Three Sons. Yeah. Who is rep- that for? Yeah. That my reference is like mm. old it's, enough to be my dad. It, it's for your three sons. <laughs> oh, it's, it's in the title. Oh. Um, like, again, like the B plot being so far removed from the A plot was weird and the B plot itself was pointless. Mm. What stood out to me the most, honestly, was that Julie Kavner's voice is no longer there. And like, and that's fucking, again, she's a fucking 70-year-old woman. Like, she's fucking fine. Like, I'm not denigrating that, kind of thing like that. But she doesn't sound like Marge anymore. No. She sounds like somebody doing a Marge impersonation. They massacred that voice. Yeah, look how they massacred my voice. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. No, uh, we've said a few times now, she sounds like Marge's mum. Yeah, like, yeah. Can I just ask a question to the regular hosts of the pod? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, He's in every episode. You just got to listen closely. <laughs> Except when I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> what? How do you guys feel having to watch and review these new Simpsons? It get easier, right? Does it get easier, or do you just do you, you have? Know, you to? know how Metallica has a therapist and some kind of monster? <laughs> They're using the same guy. Yeah, yeah this be. is our centaur. So Podcasting as therapy. Do you, does it just not register as Simpsons to you at this point? Is it two separate things? I or? don't know. There's a certain catharsis that comes from being able to have a you know funnel for my anger like I'm a pretty repressed guy generally so like oh my god <laughs> save it for group man like, <laughs> hey. but no and also like there is a creative aspect you know we'll get to the what would we change section later and yeah. I do mm-hmm. feel yeah I'm flexing creativity yeah. muscles by exploring that That's I, cool. I find it all as one entity so it's the part where yeah you can go to the, one episode like this and talk about what you want to change then you go back to a classic and you're like I can't touch a single thing it all works so well cool. you kind of respect that and uh, yeah I had another point but it has left my brain yep. so um, so that means we must discuss was this a particularly wacky episode of The Simpsons it in parts uh, yeah, I mean it was whack yeah yeah Grandpa apparently can psychically link with Homer as he's driving past the old <laughs> folks' home. He's like, come visit me. And no, because Homer a... didn't hear that, so it doesn't... He got the shinning. And also, he, Grandpa apparently has a deep knowledge of Lin-Manuel Miranda's past works. Oh, yeah. Mm. I thought that was an alright gag. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, not that wacky. Like it seems like mm. every, pretty much most of it feels like it could have happened. Like, Marge could put on a play. Mm-hmm. It could rain. Like... Mm. Rain does yeah, what was with that? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, well, when, when, um, the, uh... You're about like, to explain rain to me, mo- some yeah, of this. moisture is, like... Fucking hell. Actually, no, I, <laughs> I don't Sage. know the rain cycle. <laughs> yeah, you just played yourself so hard. Yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just sit in that. I'm pretty sure... Think about what you just did. I'm pretty sure... Okay. <laughs> moisture that is Fucking on like the ground or whatever stop gets yeah. absorbed anyway into somehow the Homer ends up in like the jungle gym pyramid and I think we all had a moment of what the fuck just yeah happened? that was terrible <laughs> I thought the blowtorch cutaway was alright oh the cutaway was right, but it just but he yeah, was in it the, yeah they spent two seconds on it if they'd like actually let it play out like they were just realising oh fuck we gotta get this episode finished on time <laughs> it's like we're running out of time already and yet it still felt like hours long and because I, that B plot like he doesn't learn any lesson or anything no. like that and connects no. with Maggie at the end and it's meant to be this kind of little heartfelt moment yeah. but it's not earned in any way and then he's in a pyramid 
Yeah, <laughs> just undercut an unearned sweet moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, I think because it's there so randomly, we have to assume that's Illuminati coding. Oh. <laughs> oh. And that's yeah, why they're still course. going. It's like Sinatra at the end of his life. Like, you have to keep singing for the yeah. moment. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, nice. All right, so Half-Life 3 confirmed. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what? I, I'm back on board. I think it's a great episode. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Uh, so how about the heart? How was the emotional core? I mean, we just said, yeah, that was an unearned moment that was undercut anyway. But how about the Marge stuff? There is no conflict, therefore there can be no resolution or feeling within it. Mm. Like, Ow. even Marge's story is... Oh, it's going to rain. No, the production will be ruined. No, it's fine. Oh, sorry. That is something I was going to say for wackiness. It's like, rain. Okay, potential problem. Now the town's like flooded in like like neck deep water. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Not at all. Yeah, everything everything was solved very easily, and I and I have to go back again to the point where it's like Marge never got yeah she never got the congratulations she just so that was no. a big minus point for heart because on paper Marge has to step into a like thing that she's never done Completely before and succeeds yeah. Homer Massive. like does something for a bad reason but ends up connecting with Maggie that's like a good heart episode right there why are they so afraid of just. <laughs> letting the characters be themselves yeah they didn't even let her have that moment because she literally got fucking dunked on like yeah yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> oh what was with that section I don't this has got nothing to do with heart but I just remembered it of like Lisa and Marge quoting Scott F. Fitzgerald to each other oh, yeah. like there is minutes. a chain of so many jokes <laughs> in this episode where eventually a character tells another one to shut up like oh, that and that's sucks, just so right? yeah that just was... get into the meeting yeah. like oh I fucking stop. I really like just... it's, it's a Cut reason, it out. It's a reason why, like, I, I have to take Archer in small bits because it's like there's only so much that I can deal when it's a show of people just like yelling at each other and telling one another to shut up. Like, yeah. it's just oh, it's same with me and Philly. I love that show, but fucking hell, it, it's exhausting. And yeah. Arrested, uh, not Arrested Development, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's a good show. Can't watch more than two in a row. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you think it's? I, I think it's pretty. Shut up, DJ. Why you misanthropic moron? Uh, but ultimately, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Are the characters yeah. behaving like themselves? Is this a show we know and love? No. Um, no. no. Even like episodes of this era that I've seen, this one felt really alien. Mm. Like, Homer being horny, I get it. Um, <laughs> but, like, I mean, we all love horny <laughs> Homer. <laughs> and oh, like yeah. you said, Humana, she, was, <laughs> she was hot. Marge didn't feel like Marge at all. Because like, I'm, I'm here for Marge as to have more ambition. Mm. I like those plots when they've used them in the past. But because there was zero context with her being in the play at all at the start, mm. it didn't feel like it was her when she took up the role of director. Yeah. Like, it, so it didn't feel like that to me. But not being an episode at all. And Lisa... Again, writing the thing, but then not even mentioning Hans Sprungfeld, yeah. like, felt yeah. really, yeah, it didn't yeah. feel like it at all. Honestly, like, fucking, I think you guys brought this up, like, a while back, like, how they're bringing in new voices, like, they're bringing in a new guy to play Dr. Hibbert, mm-hmm. and you bring in a new guy to play Bumblebee Man, like, just find someone new for fucking March. Like, honestly, Julie needs to just be quiet for a little while. <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely concerned that if she keeps going at the rate that she's going... She's gonna end up like voicing Marge through like one of those like voice boxes, <laughs> like yeah, Homer. Yeah, exactly. Like that poor fucking woman. Yeah. Jesus mm. Christ. Everyone else sounds fine. Like at least vaguely sounds like they used to. Mm. But her, it's just like, oh yeah. man, it's rough. 
Yeah. yeah. It's really sad. No. Oh, you know what yeah, they should do? They should get Josh Groban to voice it. <laughs> Another guest star of this episode, providing Professor Frink's singing voice. I can't believe we haven't mentioned that element of the plot. Because it comes in the last two seconds. Yeah. 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 And it doesn't matter. It's also, they completely did the same thing as they did with Barney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my right. God. This is just a mishmash of all yeah. episodes. But it, it is an even more mishmash. It's the girl talk of episodes, yeah. except it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but the thing with Maggie going to the, like, childcare place, like, that's the same as the other. And yeah. ran school for tots, yeah. of course. Which was voiced by, by John Lovitz. <laughs> oh, shit. I am a leech. <laughs> but yes or no, would you watch this episode again? No, thank you. No, a no, thousand times you. over. I thank you very much, Elliot, but no. I'm fine. <laughs> Maybe right. un- under some kind of duress or torture. <laughs> Maybe. This, this is your <laughs> the, the Ludovico machine from Clockwork Orange. <laughs> yeah. This is this episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this episode or an ice pick under the nails. What kind of ice Ooh, pick? Yeah. <laughs> 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 we talking? Do I have to grow my nail out in advance? Like, there's a lot of logistical yeah. questions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into what we changed. BT, we'll start with you. What would you like to change about this uh, episode? Okay, get rid of that whole Oklahoma fuck you open or stay in the Oklahoma play. I don't know why you <laughs> then start an entirely new play. Come up with some kind of... Yeah. Get rid of the B-plot. It sucks balls. How much did that Cletus fucking joke suck as well, where he's just like, oh, I'm like Cumbersnitch Boogle-Doogle. It's just like, (laughs) who's making Benedict Cumberbatch jokes anymore? It's been done. His current year, people. Yeah. He's like 82. He's been around forever. Like, we've made the jokes. And just have any form of conflict throughout the entire thing. Like, whether you want it to be between Marge and Homer, that's fine. Have it be Marge's anxiety of doing this. Have her maybe start drinking too much and Mm. there's something Mm there but there's no conflict and so there's no plot to this it's Marge tries something and succeeds the end how about you Jack what would you like to change yeah just control A delete (laughs) 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 good answer just you really gave it a red hot go guys (laughs) props for effort A for effort but (laughs) control A for deleting everything (laughs) yeah just it's it's done you really got an F on this one how about you Mac I'm kind of with BT here I reckon the bare bones idea of this thing, Marge being a director, is fine. Have it start off. She's in the home saying, I remember when I tried theatre a number of years ago, I really liked it, I want to get back into it. She mm. goes there, Llewellyn does still quit, she becomes the director, and just as Oklahoma, Homer's B-plot with the being the, like horny posting on Maine, um, have Marge realise that and be like, I don't need more stress in my life, I need you to fucking keep it together, mm. just do this for Maggie, and then he bonds with Maggie, and it's sweet, and he watches the thing, and the play is good, her stress conflict is, is anxiety for not being a good first-time director, and then Homer compounds that with him, like, lusting for another woman, mm. and it's resolved because the play is great, and he apologises for being a horny guy. There's there's an idea to have a heart in this episode. But I'd I just, actually yeah. co-sign that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how about you, Bouncer? Yeah, pretty much exactly what I was going to say, Mac. Like, I think that there is a really interesting tension between that idea of Homer being completely superficially enamoured with this e-girl stand-in, mm-hmm. right, when his wife is genuinely kicking goals, mm. right? And and to have that conflict play out is super interesting. And, and the parallels for that in terms of what an audience can actually feel and take away mm is massive. And so, get Belle Delphine on the show. <laughs> oh, I was doing that to say Marge finds Homer's Game of Girl bathwater. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fuck. How about you, Nathan? Lisa is good when she's cynical about things. Mm-hmm. And I don't like Hamilton, 
I understand that Simpsons had to do Hamilton at some point. Mm. But even just the fact that, like, Hamilton is interesting because it's a diverse cast. It's people of colour playing people from history. There's none of that in there. It's just like, we're going to do a rapping version of history. Like, make... Actually Lisa want to do it for a reason? Yeah. yeah. Make anyone want to do anything for a reason. <laughs> or make it a, 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 an episode about how much Hamilton sucks. Well, that would be great. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like a Hamilton critique. It would, it, it would be an insane, insane fucking white person thing to have white people <laughs> voicing <laughs> black characters on the show doing black versions of the like of character white, of, his, of yeah. white historians. That, Hell uh, yeah, that is, dude. That, that is inception level. I know that we're all a bunch of fucking white people here right now That's but that is so an exceptional level of whiteness <laughs> how about you Deej what would you like to change um, great question I'll field this one um, so this is now an ep- you he asked yeah exactly so this is now an episode of Family Guy Peter Griffin no. is voiced by Lin-Manuel Miranda <laughs> Uh, Lois is voiced by Josh Groban and Bart flosses through the entire episode just in the corner like the dancing baby yeah exactly just yeah 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 yeah, it's like oh. Uh. <laughs> All right. Ah, Jesus is worse than okay. this. Uh, Bard is flossing. He becomes internet famous. Off the back of that, Marge starts selling her bath water. <laughs> 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 Completely unrelated. Yeah. Floss boy, mum, bath water. Dot WMV. But she covers her face, and Homer like falls in love with the e girl sprite. Oh, oh. Yeah. 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 She finds out it was Marge all along, and it's yeah. the only woman for him. Heart everywhere. We just reviewed episode f- uh, one. <laughs> 163 in episode yeah. in season 42 homely fans yeah. Yeah. <laughs> buy my bath water well, buy my bath water oh my, oh my. Uh, okay. by that point it went buy my no. bath water freaking sweet man how am I gonna top that um <laughs> Jack, you're bringing up the Anran school for tots. Just yeah, thought you could actually draw a genuine parallel and do a version of this episode that is doing yeah a more updated reference with Hamilton and Marge wanting to get back into it and drawing yeah. a lot of parallels in a way that's kind of tributing the old one. But again, I don't exactly like that idea because I know Simpsons wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah, like they'd just be too self-congratulatory. But there would be a way. Um, I, I think it's funny as well because it's like Hamilton can only really exist in a world that. Streetcar Named Marge exists like a upbeat musical of Streetcar Named Desire like it yeah. like that, I can kind of see a through line with that logic I'd be very surprised if the people who wrote Hamilton hadn't seen that episode and been like oh let's make it it would have just history. been nicer if they didn't sort of directly mention Hamilton or yeah, Lin-Manuel yes. or had the air conditioner guy make a burr joke yeah, yeah. Like, characters popping that. up out of it anywhere right mm. I just imagine them fucking DMing Lin-Manuel just being like hey we wrote this episode <laughs> scene, scene, <laughs> That's a definite fucking scene. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, props to him for not doing it because they surely asked him to appear in this episode. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he mu- he must have been in that by now. He would have been. I'm not sure about that. But, oh, oh, uh. oh! Hang on, I only just got the Disney tie-in. Oh. Disney got fucking Hamilton. Yo, this is product placement. This is vertical integration. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, season 30 uh, wasn't technically produced under the Disney deal yet, but you yeah. Think, you think they weren't on mouse money already? You think they oh, yeah. weren't already pulling the strings? <laughs> Making them sweet Disney bucks. No, he hasn't appeared yet. Um, there you we just go. wait. Yet. <laughs> Yeah, just yeah. He, he's gonna play the bathwater in, in yeah. Home, in Home <laughs> Mind you, I just good morning. <laughs> Lin Manuel Simpsons and one of the people also asked, "Why is Lin Manuel cancelled?" 
Ah, Breaking news. Why is Lee Manuel cancelled? Oh, it's Uh, something to do with Puerto Rico and about the. Oh, the charity single? Yeah. Did the money not go to them? I don't know. There was something like that. There's some dodginess and people have, like, called him out for... I don't know. Breaking news. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that boat that's stuck. (laughs) (laughs) Just to really date this episode. I'm pretty sure that boat's going to be there for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Also, yeah, Simpsons reference, it's called Evergreen. Hey! Yeah! There we go. And, yeah, guest stars of the episode. We mentioned Josh Groban and John Lithgow before. John Lovitz as well, of course, returned. As uh, Llewellyn Sinclair, what a waste! All three, like Oof. now, this Oof. is Oof. also just a cautionary tale to not, you know, source other things besides Wikipedia, because currently the Wikipedia page for this claims that you two appeared in this episode, which they did not. <laughs> Richard, they might have been in the writers' room. I could believe that. <laughs> Richard E. Grant was playing the bear. And also playing Llewellyn Sinclair was Johnny Depp. I gotta say, whoever's editing that Wikipedia page, ten points for creativity. Yeah. <laughs> no, they actually put you two into the episode without anyone asking. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it turns out you two have rebranded as a Flanders-themed metalcore band. Called oh yeah. <laughs> Oakley, Doakley. Oh, why do they? Yeah. Uh, does anyone have any opinions on this band? Uh, I, I've, I've literally only ones. heard that one. The- I've heard like two songs, maybe, mm. and it's like. It's fine enough, but like it's it's the same with like the beards. It's just like if you're a novelty band and you have one joke, mm-hmm. like that's not sustainable. But good yeah. for you. Like if you oh, good also, for you, yeah. But at the same time, like it's they, just they yeah, seem like they're having opinion. fun. Yeah, yeah. but, but also, I don't think they're heavy enough. I don't think <laughs> the joke is hammers home because they're not like an actual heavy band. They're like a mm. joke heavy. I band. I think they're mm. just the right amount of heavy to be able to like circulate as the meme that they need to be for the time. Yeah, but that, like, all they need to do is just yeah, it's, it's a meme, it's a gif. Yeah, it's it's like, or a gif, I yeah. don't know what's pronoun- how to pronounce the word. Some people make <laughs> gif. G is silent. <laughs> silent. They make themselves a meme, they got popular, people know who they are. Yeah, yeah that's all they want. And yeah. yeah, cool. Alright, you did it. Yeah, good yeah. on you. All right. Well, that's uh, the Oakley Dokley Index. Um, uh, it's time for final notes. Nathan, do you have any final notes? Oh, I do. The theatre books on the table were actually really on point. Like Peter yeah. Brooks, yeah. The Empty Space. Yeah. There was some yeah. Boal and Brecht some in there. It was like, oh, yeah. that's cool. But my other note is when Wiggum is like, oh, I've accidentally switched the guns. Mm-hmm. And Lou has the prop gun. Mm. Lou went to shoot those people. <laughs> yeah, he was right. ready to shoot the people on the street. But it's just wild that, like, he was ready to shoot. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, there but for the grace of Wiggum's mistake, that person will live. <laughs> and Lou will die. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. He that was, was cornered by three men who clearly implied intended that they would to kill fight him. Yeah. They were cop killers. Yeah. And uh, you love to see it. <laughs> Sorry, PT, I did forget to set you up. Uh, now it's time for everyone's final notes. I figured there were so many people, we were just going to cut jingles. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. And now it's time, and now it's time for our final notes. Everyone's final, final notes. Yay. Buncher, you got any final notes? I do not. Matt. <laughs> um, yeah, just when I said before, the things that you changed, there was a skeleton in here of an episode that could have been serviceable, but alas, alack. Mm. Jack? Uh, I think it's all been pretty much covered. Just stop, stop doing it. It's already, it's already <laughs> dead. <laughs> Just been renewed for thirty-three and thirty-four. Uh, Yay! Oh, Podcast till we die. Deej, any other notes? Yes. No. Deej, <laughs> as always, uh, there's this extended bit between uh, was it Lenny and Carl where they're replacing each other's roles at the beginning mm. that really set the tone for how bad this episode was going to be. It went on, bad. and there were no jokes at all. 
Despite a callback to Lenny getting something in his eye, he got the yeah, spur in his eye. Whatever. The uh, first thing I've written is, what have they done to Lenny and Carl? <laughs> yeah, oh. they used to be cute. Oh, when you say uh, it like that... There's a bit where Otto's like, oh, you wanted the corn to be high, so I'll oh, fuck off. Uh. Bit of wackiness in the background, a man is literally chewing scenery. Um, yeah, that was... Show business is based on risk and comic books. I did like that line. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great one. It was kind of yeah. weird in the... First of all, it's weird that they were filming this play, isn't yeah. it a play? Mm. And also on the monitors, they were also watching like a radioactive man movie as well. Like, just, yeah. just sh- sh- shut up, it's Chinatown. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Forget it, Jake. Yeah, uh, there's a bit where Mel quits and then Agnes is like, but you are going to bring the edibles for the after party. It's like, that's okay. <laughs> a bit of wackiness, a uh, lightning bolt lights Krusty's cigar. That was there. Uh, and that was during another a character telling another character to shut up joke, which was the extended yeah. Krusty doesn't know acting sayings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit where Marge tells everyone to break a leg, and I do kind of like everyone going, oh, why would you say that? That's me. See, if that was the only one, but the whole extended riff before yeah, of Krusty exactly. not yeah. knowing them was so dumb. Yeah, I would have liked it by itself. And my final note is uh, they don't at all mention a noble spirit in beginning the smallest man. Even though it's a rap and that's his most famous quote and it's actually written on the, his plaque. And lots of things rhyme with man. Yep. <laughs> I'm thinking of some now. Can. <laughs> that's good. Can. Write that down. I, I'm, much be- I'm much better with uh, words that rhyme with Corey. Story. <laughs> Allegory. Montessori. Um, <laughs> the Simpsons used to be so good. <laughs> uh, remember... There is a bit where they're cutting to the theatre and just for no particular reason, Burns and Smithers are dosy doing outside yeah, the theatre well, in cowboy hats. Never never brought back. Never explained. No. Why would you? All right, it's time to rank this thing. On the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. Maybe if the episode was just meh, you give it a participant. But for the positive rankings, you got OK Bronze, Good Silver, Excellent Gold, but for the best, oh, the very best, the episodes which the Simpsons could not exist without, you give Cubic Zirconia. I'm going to go first. Let me show you how it's done. Look, it's not as bad as a lot of HD episodes or Disney-era episodes now that I've seen, but fucking hell, it really just failed in everything it tried to do. <laughs> like, I just... And the thing is, it's making me sad because there was some mm. potential maybe there, but it just never lived up to it in any sense, and it was boring and flat, and we, like, collectively laughed once. <laughs> like, even those jokes that were like, yeah, that's a good gag. Like, none of us were laughing. Like, <laughs> just the breakdancing bear. But did the breakdancing bear save it? Not at all. <laughs> Buncher, what would you like to rank it? I'd like to rank it a failure, if I may. Yay! <laughs> yeah. I'd like to solve it. <laughs> I think I've got it. It's a failure. It's an F. Correct. How about you, Mac? Yeah, it's a failure for me as well. It, I've seen worse episodes, but it's still definitely a failure. Yeah. And Nathan? Yeah, fa- like just, the fundamental things are not there, and it feels bad to watch. Deej? You know what I just noticed? The breakdancing bear was played by John Lithgow, mm-hmm. and he was dancing even though he initially first became famous for banning dancing because he was in mm-hmm. Footloose. Oh. Also failure. Well, that's why he <laughs> like, That brings it up to a silver himself. for me. <laughs> <laughs> and in Harry and the Hendersons, he befriended a giant bear-like oh, yeah. Bigfoot. That's Great same, movie. Same. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Jack? Um, yeah, I think a failure because the potential is there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's just, it falls so short. I award it no points, and they got have mercy on all of our souls. <laughs> you get nothing. Well, Good day, a, sir. A simple no would have done, but okay. <laughs> BT, finish it off. All right, so this one's complicated because usually I reserve failure for the ones that upset me or make me angry in some way, and this one doesn't. It's just white noise. It is vacant and empty. So I'm tempted to give it the caveat of participant with the asterisk where 
this kind of participant is worse than a failure. It's so boring, <laughs> I don't even hate it. <laughs> However, because there's yes. just, there's nothing to it. There's nothing here at all. There's no conflict. There's nothing. At, the whole town floods for no reason. There is nothing that comes from that. So I'm going to give it a failure, and it's that failure yes. of... Yes! You just didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> all right, unanimous failure. We hey! are giving this episode boys, the Index boys, Finger! Boys, 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 boys. <laughs> This will be the sixth episode from season 30 that we've given the index finger. It will be joining Bart's Not Dead, where it's like they're making a Christian movie with yep. Bart and he's yep. like came back to life and Gal Gadot's in it. For some reason. Oh, yeah. oh wow. Imagine. <laughs> also, Tis the 30th season where they do Christmas in Florida. Mad About the Toy, which we reviewed the other week, where Grandpa's getting PTSD about army men toys, but it turns out he outed the photographer of an army men toy a, photo session. It's a complicated one. Listen to it now with our friends from BBB Media. Oh, no. Baby Beard. Blah, 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 blah. I want you she's so heavy where Homer breaks his back because Marge is fat in quotes. That's something oh, that Dr. No. Hibbert and Homer said to her. Oh no. And I'm glad I wasn't there for that oh, one. God. I would have put my face through the fucking roof I reckon. <laughs> this fucking kunk. <laughs> would have been a great final send off for this oh, studio. absolutely. Can we uh, trash this place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go crazy Broadway style. <laughs> Dude, after we get paid. Uh, nice. And also Crystal Blue Haired Persuasion where Marge becomes a crystal seller hippie person and it's uh, a bad yeah, episode. Okay, they all sound a lot worse than this episode, but it's like... We're <laughs> and only... we're all going to watch them now! Let's go! <laughs> but we're only here once, so I think like you have one shot to give a failure, you do it. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Alright, now, unfortunately, because now the show has four decades, which our three-decade podcast pulls from, we have to skip a decade, an era. So we're skipping the teens today, sorry. And we're going to do an episode from the HD era called Homer Goes to Prep School. Ooh. Elliot, what have you done? You know how I said I almost successfully killed myself? <laughs> the emphasis was on the almost, so let's find out! Homer becomes a prepper. Let's go watch this train wreck. Oh, I've oh, seen fuck, this Oh, fuck, is this one. the episode with Tom Waits? Ah, oh, spoiler alert, guest star for the next episode. Hey! hey. I heard about this. And we are back, and we just watched an episode from the HD era. This was season 24, episode 9, Homer Goes to Prep School. Mm, <laughs> Sorry, everybody at home. DJ just did something very funny. He deep-throated a coke cat. <laughs> and I'd do it again. <laughs> First released in January of 2013, it was directed by Mark Kirkland, written by Brian Kelly. In this episode, uh, Homer gets worried about the impending apocalypse and meets up with Springfield's preppers, the head of which is Lloyd, played by Tom Waits, as mentioned before. Hey, y'all, what do we think? Didn't pick it as Tom, even though you told me it was Tom, but my mm. brain is famously a bucket of turds, so it <laughs> doesn't retain much. So, um, Who it's did full. you think he was? <laughs> Don't know, man. I forgot, I forgot, I forgot he was in the Hank yeah. Azaria. Yeah. Yeah. He, vo he voiced Disco Stew in this yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> but it was one of those moments where it was just a famous person voicing a character as opposed to being a famous yeah. person yeah. inserted yeah, 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 into yeah. the show. And for that... Tom Waits is a very good voice actor. Yeah, he played good. he played his role phenomenally well, like brilliantly cast. He's yeah. been in some good. He was in um Seven Psychopaths. He was good in that. Yeah. He pops up. And stuff. Um, what was um, the other one? Coffee and cigarettes. Yeah, but he yeah. also um he's in Domino, which is a madly underrated oh, Tony, Tony Scott movie. I haven't oh, seen wow. that. I hated um, it with a passion. All oh. right, well I'm going to fight you after this then. It's the only way to settle this. Big Domino head. Tom Waits was also great in Mystery Man. He was, yeah. he, was in, 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh. yeah his band, um, Smash Mouth, were actually on the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody once told me that. Somebody once told me that. Oh, Tom Waits like a version when? <laughs> if anyone was doing the uh, Time Until Tom Waits impersonation, you can stop your account now. We lasted just about as long as you thought. But... I thought, overall, not a terrible episode. Yeah, I was yeah. saying, before yeah. we came in, it had a lot of what the uh, previous episode was liking, like a plot and conflict <laughs> yeah. and yeah. things that happened. Characters that talked to each other yeah. about what was happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just I, a bit of fucking focus. Like, yeah. I, 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 no I, big plot. Yeah, I thought in particular the opening sequence at the fun zone, or like the learn zone or whatever it was called, was quite fucking funny. There are a lot mm. of good gags there, like... Having like trampoline napping, like there was like yeah. there, there was there was a and like Homer being really terrible, like he's like my adult frame is too large, it's simply <laughs> too large, and like walking really crouched down low, saying like oh my back is so sore, like oh, this w- walking so much worse. And, like I know that feeling, right? Of being yeah. too big for a thing, and that like, it hurts your body to be there. And then when they nerf your hips and he falls down, like there were some very good gags throughout that opening fun of like. All the Barts and Leases. Oh, my yeah. God. So the thing is, as I was saying, like, just a little bit earlier off mic, it's like, if The Simpsons was a sketch show mm. and the sketch was just that bit of him, like, looking at all the doppelgangers of, of Bart and Lisa mm. and then Lisa comes up at the end and the scene ends with him saying, who the hell are you? That got a big laugh out of me. Like, I thought yeah. that was genuinely really good. You'll yeah. know this, old mate. Fucking, um, there was a couple of Bart and Lisa, like, Oh, like Lester and Eliza. Lester, Lester and Eliza, yeah. that's it. What were they from? <laughs> they saved a poo, didn't that's they? That's it? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did, but they also saved the and Scratchy. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They saved a whole bunch of... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, they, 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 yeah. they saved our poo, and they um, also got Krusty reunited with his estranged... Wife. Wife, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which partly didn't even know was happening. <laughs> My wife! <laughs> Anybody uh, who was waiting for the Borat impression, you can see <laughs> someone. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> All right. My wife! <laughs> More red voice on my wife. My wife's away on business. (laughs) (laughs) I look good without a shot. (laughs) Peak. (laughs) All right, let's get into this. BT, we'll start with you. For better or worse, what stands out to you? Sorry, I'm getting of that Borat Tom Waits (laughs) crosser. That was magic for a second there. Uh, What's going to stand out for me is all the moments of violence in this episode where, man, it's... We get a man getting shoved into a pizza oven. Ned gets his <laughs> neck crushed until he passes out, oh, possibly dies. Yeah. And w- after Homer imagined him as a Ned Hydra monkey, yeah, what the yeah. fuck was this? <laughs> and uh, Disco's do commit suicide. Yeah. So, uh, he successfully killed himself. I almost successfully killed myself yeah. last episode. This time, he he took the honours. But, yeah, in that apocalypse film as well, where, yeah, there was lots of violence in that. Like It's mm-hmm. surprising just seeing blood in a like standard Simpsons episode yeah. not a treehouse mm. and yeah in that as well yeah that guy who was like making a fire out of rubbing arms together and drinking blood and pouring it well, into that, his canteen that I gave a pass because it's you know fiction within the Simpsons so yeah. fine it's, very standard YouTube all writer sort of movie yeah, right, right there it's just weird to see a man being put in a pizza oven after being locked in a room for 10 minutes mm, mm. you know there's yeah. some things I won't stand and that's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Mac? What stands out to you from this episode, for better or worse? What stands out to me the most was that it, like, it's surprising amount of coherency and the frequency in which I thought, that's funny, or mm. indeed laughed. Like, mm. There is a distinction between noticing something, particularly when you get to this era of The Simpsons, there is a distinction between noticing something as being funny and actually laughing at it. But mm. there were several moments in this where I actually cracked up. I was like, ha, ah, that's fucking like very engaging comedy kind of thing like that. I kept waiting for it to get crappy 
Mm. I was fearful. Like, cause like, like, again, like I said before, I liked the opening sequence with the Learn Zone. And then I'm like, ah, oh, knowing that it's about preppers, once the prepping stuff starts, it's not going to be any good. But they managed to keep the humor going. Like, I thought, and like, again, like, it was at the level of animation that I thought was good. Like, Homer, when he um, mm. used the air horn on his stomach fat and it mm. rippled through him. Like, that was, actually, that was a good visual gag and it looked well animated. Yeah. I was surprised. What stood out to me was that it was surprisingly funny and coherent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there were a few stinkers in the episode, but I agree Absolutely. that, like, and I think it's, yeah, the benefit of watching an episode that had next to no laughs, and this one shines a bit brighter. <laughs> How about you, Nathan? What stands out to you, for better or worse? I think compared to the last episode, had so many jokes. There's just, like, every two seconds was them trying to throw another joke, and this was, comparatively, really light on, and that actually made it funnier. Yeah. Because the jokes were connected to the story and the places and, and the people that were there. And piled in. Yeah. Also, it was nice that, like... Uh, is it Herman, the gun guy? One arm. Yeah. yeah. Him, him, and Chalmers being the pre- like. It's yeah. like cool. That yeah. feels like it's part of Springfield that those two guys would end up in that group. It, like, re- it really does. Particularly, like Herman tracks one thousand oh, yeah. percent. Yeah. But like, and also it was what's her name? The Lindsay Nagel. Lindsay Nagel. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, just thinking. I think she's a good pick because she's very proactive. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it didn't feel like. Oh, like we got to bring in Carl or like Apu or whatever kind of thing. Um, yeah, they did bring in Lieutenant LT Smash though. I thought that was <laughs> oh, an interesting yeah. casting. I didn't even notice that. Where, where was that, he? In, in he the was... fight with the sauce bottles, right? Was that him? That no. was Bombardment guy. Oh, that, it, but no, he was one of the preppers. Like, oh, right. Or just a guy who looked and sounded like yeah, him. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, apparently in this town there are a lot of people who look and sound like each other, i.e. the fucking five Barton Lisa doppelgangers. Mm, (laughs) How about you, Buncher? What stands out to you for better or worse? The coherence of the plot. Yeah. I think the setup of what happened in the fun zone for Homer and then justifying that as being traumatic and then that leading him into... Like, you tell the story and it all makes sense from one plot point to another. Mm. And then more than that, like, the kind of conclusion that it kind of draws on as well, like, the way it actually deals with the issues that it's talking about, YouTube conspiracies, you know, the mentality of preppers, the flaws in that logic in terms of, like, what actually results in the end. Like, I think it actually was pretty mature and well-rounded in terms of what it was delving into without going too deeply into it. But, like, it kind of handled that nicely. So it was a story well told, but it also had the, you know, what it was about. It was about that in a reasonable way. Yeah, like, especially comparing last episode where... It's just like they recognise Hamilton's a thing and we got to do something about it because it's <laughs> a thing it. that people know. Yeah. Whereas, like, they, yeah, they don't have to do preppers and the fact that they, yeah, built a plot around it is uh, mm-hmm. kind of surprising where it, it felt like they did their research, unfortunately. I bet their YouTube history is fucked now because of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How about you, Jack? I really enjoyed how dark it was. I mean, knowing that Tom Waits was in it, it really felt like it was a Tom Waits version of the Simpsons to me oh, it really felt like yeah. a sort of bone machine type mm. gritty reboot of The Simpsons which I think it could be that I reckon in an alternate universe if The Simpsons progressed in that way from its classic era into this sort of dark gritty like and the audience has grown up with it and they kind of do it a bit more it's still gags, it's still funny, it's still a joke, but it's more adult in its mm-hmm. sort of concept or theme. So I thought that'd be yeah. cool. I think you might really need to lock in what we said before, have Tom Waits replace Marge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Definitely. That's Definitely. it. I'd be interested to see more episodes that this team has written and directed on, mm. um, if there's any similarities in that. Because, yeah, it did feel just more structurally sound and it... You know, there were parts where I was, like, going, like, fuck me, that needs a rethink. But the... Um, <laughs> 
compared to the last episode and even the last HD episode we watched together. Oh, the Burning Man the one. The Burning Man one. Like, <laughs> Lest yeah. we forget. Yeah, I mean, I guess is there something that, we're, that they're doing where it's like The Simpsons used to be people's window into parts of culture that mm. they might not necessarily know previous, whereas it kind of feels like in this HD and later Disney era that it's like stuff that everyone already knows about and they're just trying to catch up with it. That's that's a very good way of putting it, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's how it feels. It just feels like, yeah, like you said, they're playing catch-ups. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, focusing on something as sort of left field as doomsday prepping, mm. um, which isn't, like, it exists in the cultural zeitgeist so we all know about it, but mm. certainly I can't think of anything else except for the actual show preppers that, like, <laughs> has worked it into their plot lines. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was okay. How about you, DJY? What stands out to you from this episode, for better or worse? Hey, so, like, did anyone feel it was just, like, everyone was kind of acting a bit uncharacteristically in those, like, super intense moments. Like, when the fucking play place fucking shut down and all the dads just start mm. going fucking ape shit. Like, it just felt very, like, immediate. Like, it maybe if they'd, like, been stuck in there for, like, a couple of days or something and, you know, like, it cuts ahead to, like, when everyone's getting cabin fever and shit, I would have bought that. But, like... It's like 10 mm. seconds after the whole thing has shut and everyone has gone fucking feral. And I'm just like, I get that they only have X amount of time in an episode, but like set it up and just be like, oh, don't worry. That usually fixes itself in like five minutes. We'll be out of here in no time. And then and it's just like, to yeah, three hours later, <laughs> three yeah. hours later, uh, you know, like that sort of shit, right? Like I would have, I would have bought that. It just felt like super fucking weird that it was just like smash cut to everyone's gone fucking mental. Yeah. And it was the same thing when fucking like all the power stopped around town like everyone just went fucking crazy and just like I get that it's supposed to be cartoonish and over exaggerated and shit but just like the timing of it just felt just very kind of shocking like just oh okay you've gone immediately from A to B in that situation like alright okay fucking this is where we are now I also felt that the gender stereotypes that they used that was kind of unnecessary yeah yeah, yeah, that's the thing, because yeah, I, I liked the fun zone opening as well. I just didn't like the transition into the doomsday prepping. And yeah, yeah I agree, Deej. Like, there was a smoother way to do it. It kind of went yeah. a bit too quick. And I, and I also thought that Homer's sort of visualising as everyone as monkeys was a bit forced. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I wasn't mm-hmm. sold on that. Because also, like, obviously, it would suck to get trampled by people. Yeah, I've heard. It's I don't great. want that mm. for me Very or anyone review here. review on Google. Yeah, <laughs> but but like I wasn't sold on his kind of trauma of experiencing this lawless, yeah. you know, mm. this this yeah. place he, that he, then led to like eight months of him. I mean, that's quite funny that yeah. he was at home for eight months. But like the connection between that and then prepping wasn't like yeah, wasn't if they so found strong. him whimpering or something afterwards, I would yeah. have believed it more that like he was genuinely scared at the. The chaos, but yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Um, but no, I'm gonna say, yeah, what stood out to me for better or worse is like another one of those clunky plot things where, yeah, Marge expressed to Homer, you know, she doesn't like the idea that they've all turned on their friends like this, mm-hmm. and then Homer, without anything, just sort of starts expressing those concerns. Like when Marge mentioned to it to him, he was still pretty hardline into his prepping and then all of a sudden yeah in the preppers meeting he was like oh shouldn't we be sharing this with our friends and family back home and it's like you didn't want that a second ago yeah yeah although i do like that for a tiny bit of heart that's what turns homer is like no shouldn't we be like helping other people it doesn't fit terribly well but i like it as an idea 
Yeah, well, I think Marge should have been driving that a bit more because, mm. yeah, that, that's a great sentiment to express with these whole doomsday preppers is it's a very selfish thing. Yeah, there's just, like, one extra step of logic for Homer to come to that realisation, yeah. yeah, you know, in a way that feels natural. No, and, you know, it reminded me, like, you were telling us about the fucking the libertarian town with the bears before, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I can't believe you're telling us this with this episode coming along. <laughs> Bears. <laughs> May as well recite it now for the Elliot's. Oh, it, it, so somewhere in somewhere in America, there's this weird, yeah, libertarian town where everyone's like fully embracing having no government or whatever. And then a bunch of black bears showed up, and no one could deal with them because they had <laughs> all agreed to not deal with anything. And the bears, everyone was just, it's not my problem. Yeah, yeah. They were so like, the why should I play the bear tax? Yeah, pay the bear yeah, tax. Yeah. I'll pay the Homer tax. No, I pay, pay the bear tax. tax. <laughs> was this a particularly wacky episode of The Simpsons? Kind of? Yeah, to a point, yeah. But yeah. Like, the start, definitely. Yeah. yeah, Homer has a spiritual unicorn leave his body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I laughed at that. Yeah. It, it's interesting. Yeah. They kind of ruined the joke with him going, what the hell was that? that? Yeah, it would have been cool to just yeah. it. But. Yeah, just the idea that our ghosts aren't, you know, us without legs, but with, you know, squiggly lines underneath, that we all have a <laughs> unicorn way to burst out into the afterlife. <laughs> Let your unicorn shine, everybody. Yeah. Woo! Uh, and I do kind of really like the line of, well, Homer's left. Everyone go in your suspended state till he comes back. Yeah. That was, <laughs> like, that was yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was like a grounded episode that had numerous wacky moments kind of peppered within it. Like, yeah. And that know. ends with an asteroid full of zombies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. That sucked. That was yeah. one of the worst endings I've seen in ages. Yeah. That, that's a real hey, problem with us. this. Yeah. Like, yeah. The Simpsons, but like, not even post, funny. like, season like, 13 yeah. or 14, do mm. that a lot. There's one-off absurd gags at the end. Here we go again. Yeah. 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 But also, Holy. do you feel like the show's become more, like, self-aware and, like, meta in that sense of just, like, you know, we're a cartoon. Like, there used to be occasional things where it's just, like... Oh yeah, the animators forget about that all the time. Like, and then Homer saying that while Homer himself yeah. is already walking past <laughs> the window and yeah. shit. Yeah. Like they used to the do it. Like, the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they used to do little like in jokes and stuff like that. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like as it's gotten more on, it's just like, yeah, no, we're not the Simpsons. We're the stars of the show, The Simpsons that you are currently watching. It's mm. just, I don't know if it's balancing or like too self-aware. No, and there's definitely ways you you know you pepper it in, but you know much like with pepper, you you season that with sparingly. I know food. Yeah. <laughs> that how food works. Yeah. If, if we must go on with salt alone, we will go on with salt alone. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck! I had another wacky thing. Oh yeah, the car chase scene at the end. I quite liked that. I thought it was pretty yeah, good. I agree. Yeah. I do really like Lindsay Nagel on an office chair propelling herself <laughs> with an AK the gun. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I'm trying to get by, man. For real. <laughs> when did that? Make him away downtown. Shooting a piano. But how about the heart? How was the emotional moments in this episode? Honestly, I did like when Homer did the right thing and Marge acknowledged Homer for doing the right thing. Yeah. That felt like a genuine heart moment to me. It was at least acknowledgement that Homer and Marge are in a relationship, that Marge has a certain moral compass, and that at this point Homer lived up to her expectations. Yeah. Um, And I also felt like the end with Lisa talking about civilization Mm -hmm. and, you know, the town coming together and being okay. Also, there's a little bit of heart there for me as well. There's a good little joke that I would also kind of call a sort of heart where they're like, oh, yeah, we're all fine. It was like all the angry, weird people left. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, something in the overall place that it lands, considering the subject matter, Mm. was kind of heartfelt to me. Um, Yeah, that kind of sense of, you know what? I think we're going to be okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
until a meteor filled with zombies yeah. comes <laughs> towards Earth. Surely there's zombies I hate it when that happens, man. Yeah. That, they, every single day. Every morning I wake up and there's another asteroid full yeah. of zombies. Yeah. Look up the sky and see the asteroid coming. You're like, oh, I knew you'd pull some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd come. Mondays. Uh. Um, <laughs> little bit of heart with Bart, actually. He uh, gets in a relationship in this episode. That joke, I think that a, was a bit fucking weird. There's a few jokes in this episode that are almost there, and yeah. Bart yeah. not caring about what color rice he was dating was one of them. I, like, I thought that was all right. It was like, good. I didn't see just, it, and mine's being like, good for you. Good I, for you. I, I, I yeah. like that gag. Yeah. yeah. It was also really kind of like, I don't see colour though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's the gag, but that's I think that was gag. good though. Like, like, him being like, it's just, it's just rice. It's just rice to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> but ultimately, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? These are characters we know and love. Yep. It, I'm going to say yeah. For me, yeah, yeah I'm with you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 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 The, Homer uh, enters a panic and starts a new thing. He does that all, every other week. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't super love how they got there, but it's yeah. so him. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really him, yeah. And, and Marge was really Marge, mm -hmm. and everyone else was really themselves. And yeah, yeah it definitely way, needs yeah. like three more minutes to let that bit where Marge's yeah. concern bleeds into Homer kind of breathe a little mm -hmm. bit. Because, yeah, yeah, you're right, it is too fast. But. Great um, Homer and Marge interaction at the very start. Where it's like, don't call me mom. Sorry, Mrs. Simpson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that felt like them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there, there were some bits at the start where I didn't really like how Homer and Bart were interacting in the fun zone. Um, where Bart was like, uh, "What if someone kidnaps me? Uh, what are you gonna do if someone mails you my ear?" That yeah. was another one. Was like, yeah. that joke is almost there. Yeah. yeah. But ending on "Don't tell me how to feed the dog" is not yeah. uh, it. Yeah, it's yeah. not feed a you to the dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Again, like just un un uncharacteristically violent mm. from noted child strangler Homer yeah. Simpson. But still, <laughs> yeah. I was super glad to see Ned pop up at the end because it did look like he died in that door frame. Yeah. <laughs> mm. that was I mean, jarring. which Ned is this though? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, definitely, like, his head and neck got crushed yeah. by a slamming door multiple times. And to the point where he passes out. Yeah. 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 Jesus. Yeah, it's very Tom Waitsy. <laughs> <laughs> Three-headed Ned. Three-headed Ned got stomped on the neck. <laughs> um, <laughs> Annoyed, grunt. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of, th sort of thing where, like, and I think the almost factor is, like, the show... Like, I agree, there's no real super big break in character and integrity but like the show as a whole doesn't feel as structurally sound as the simpsons i like a lot of the flow but like some of the connecting bits are like yeah. just a mm. bit not there bit for weak. Me. yeah but yes or no would you watch this episode again yeah i would yeah yeah, yeah. All right, and uh, episodes that we yeah, we'll watch it again. We like to think about what playlist we'd put them in. What are some other Simpsons episodes that would pair nicely with this one? Disco Stew committing suicide. <laughs> suicide. Is that a common thing? <laughs> it's huh. happened at least twice. Yeah, <laughs> didn't wasn't that episode we did with Baby Beard? He, yeah, he like coined the term suicide. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I would have preferred that gag. He's in the disco. The lights are going. All the electricity goes out, and he like instantly turns into like an office dude or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, he like pulls he out an acoustic folk. guitar yeah. and starts yeah. playing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he comes sing a songwriter stew. Or if he pulled the gun out and then it backfired, and he's like, "Zinc, zinc." <laughs> <laughs> um, playlist. Characters failing to shoot themselves. Playlist. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so uh, I guess like, you could do like a, like a bunch of Herman apps. Not that not yeah. that Herman had many lines in this one. Mm. But yeah. Car chases. Uh, 
Oh, oh yeah, of course. course. <laughs> that would be chasing us if you didn't play that getaway music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found my getaway music when I moved house. It's no right. shit. Yeah, I found my, my cassette tape. Like, shit, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't have a player anymore, but still. Um, <laughs> in terms of like riots and whatnot, I compare yeah. it with the soccer one. Oh, um, yeah. That's the cartridge family. Oh, that's the cartridge yeah, family. It is yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. how much they sold that riot. It helps mm. that it's in a the context of the soccer game or whatever, but like that to, switch felt good. Yeah, to what Deej was saying, the build-up for that one is very quick, but it's very simply done. It's like, okay, I'm getting out of here. Ah, not before me. Hey, there's enough exits for everyone. <laughs> for everyone. Oh, really? Snap. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just that little bit more of a build into mm. it. Yeah. I actually think there's a really good playlist in Simpsons episodes where society breaks down. Yeah. 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 That you know, the, the yeah, East one. and West Spring... Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The Who one, East and West Springs one. build. Yeah. Just any time with this civil unrest, like, yeah. <laughs> where Springfield gets in an um, uproar. The Garbage Man one. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Right? yeah. Episodes with musicians in them, which is like... A, I, I think <laughs> literally every musician that has ever picked up a guitar has now done a voice on The Simpsons. Yeah. Yep. One of my big regrets is actually that we did the Rolling Stones one so early in our yeah. podcast podcast run because yeah i would have loved to save that for you guys but uh, look. it's been written into the ages we have ranked it, it did would... they did they think it was funny or not funny <laughs> great line in that one with um elvis costello yeah i just take his glasses off and he's my, my image, image. <laughs> beige is always giving me shit about the elvis costello bass Bloom. line in that one Bloom. Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> lots of great instruments left like bass <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Elvis Costello. The fruit is so low to the ground, you can kick it off. (laughs) (laughs) God damn. All right, what would we change? DJ Wild, what would you like to change? Yeah, like, I'd just change the pacing a little bit and maybe tone down some of the more, like, fucked shit. Like, I get it's supposed to be a bit fucked because, like... You know, everyone thinks it's like doomsday, and like, it, it, would you say now is the time to panic? I would yes, say I yes. Like yeah, uh, yeah. Mm. So like, it's kind of that sort of shit. Like, I get it, but maybe just rearrange it and tidy it up and tone it down in bits where it needs to be toned down, but also kind of ramped up in the parts where it needs to be. Like, just to make that contrast a bit stronger. Mm. Yeah. Mm. How about you, Beach? Yeah, I'm gonna mostly echo what we've already said. Cut some of that beginning to free up some time for your third act, just mm. to make a few of those points breathe a little better. Also, there's a weird bit where they're mid riot, and that's where the ad cut is, and that ad cut yeah. really should be after Homer passes out and mm. his unicorn spirit leaves, because then it goes to eight months later, and it's like, hey, okay, that's where you should be. Mm. So it's just weird that it's there. I don't know why that is. Um, yeah, even yeah. though ad breaks are kind of an antiquated thing, like. Yeah. They're still useful in TV for just like, here's a yeah, pausing here's point. Here's where Act 1 is ended, you know. That kind Feel of thing. free to pause your streaming device and now. go get yeah. your stream, soda stream. Are yeah. you still that, watching? And there are a few <laughs> other jokes that, you know, even just in this room now, we've passed a few times and I think made a little bit better. So yeah. there's a few, a little, little bit more polish there. How about you, Jack? Uh, things I would change. Uh, yeah, no, nothing. Jack thinks it's perfect. I think it's the, <laughs> Zirconia, the, baby. Be- the best episode of the TV show, <laughs> The Simpsons. <laughs> um, no, I think everyone said the same sort of things. I think it had it was better than the last one we watched, but yeah, a bit of the connecting tissue to make the show like yeah more polished and more of a cohesive sandwich to take a bite out of. Mm. How about yeah. you, Mac? Yeah, um, like Nathan was saying, with some of the jokes being almost there. Just punch those up a little bit. Another round in the writer's room. The snap between Homer being trampled and him then becoming a doomsday prepper need to have a bit more background there because like he's been injured and beaten and abused so many times over the years yeah. that the idea of 20 people walking on him didn't really feel like it was enough to justify him falling into doomsday preppery. But apart from that, yeah, yeah, those kind of things are what I would like to change, yeah. 
How about you, Adam? Yeah, I don't really have a lot more to add than what's already been said. I think kind of hard when you got so many people on a panel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think I think that's pretty much it. Like I think yeah, just dialing it in a little bit more. Yeah. Nathan? I would have been up for seeing them be the preppers once they'd left town a bit more. Mm. Like I feel like there's mm. room for like Homer to try and fail to grow vegetables and yeah. whatever else you do when you're a prepper. I guess there's a nice joke in that like preppers often are woefully unprepared for the actual thing because mm. it's all just about the image or I whatever. mean, no one stockpiled toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> but then also that would give more space for Homer to kind of yeah. understand what they were doing and that they were leaving everyone behind. Yeah, I was hoping I'd get some good ideas by this point because, yeah, it's already been said. But no, that's leading into uh, a good thing. Homer steals all their grain to try and turn it into beer. Yeah, well, like, that's what my only idea is that, yeah, he's doing very Homer-centric preppers and he's like, you're not doing it right, you know? Because, yeah, he's focused on Homer things and, Mm -hmm. yeah, wants the grain to make the beer or the whatever donuts are made out of and all that sort of (laughs) shit. Yeah. Um, Dough, Elliot. It's made of dough. Yeast. (laughs) Yeast and dough. And nuts. Dough. I know food. We've already established that. <laughs> you do good food. <laughs> uh, yeah, guest stars. Tom Waits was in there, of course. And yeah, Mar- Maurice LaMarche. I'm not sure who he was playing, but he is in the credits of this episode. Oh, uh, he was he was playing Bono, because you two were in this episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? He was probably in that. That's another part of the episode I would have just cut entirely. The extended Apocalypse movie. Um, yeah, that was uh, so yeah. Was he the, that the ate bishop? A lot of time. Yeah, I think so. I but really liked he, when Bart was like, yeah. anyone that calls themselves a deacon or a bishop... They're bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, in one what we were saying, free up some time for your heart. That mm. was a lot of dead space. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Mm. All right. And now it's time for any more notes time. Deej. Do you reckon it would be easier to have sex with dry rice as opposed to wet rice? <laughs> no. Like, what do, you, what do you reckon Bart's, no. like, putting in? Like, I mean, what's well, not? No, it's not dry, he was absolutely right? fucking that what, bag is, of rice. Was it He's ever 10. easier to have sex with dry anything composed? What of were wet? you doing? Oh, okay. Oh, you were you were onto the high class stuff at ten. I get it, but hypothetically, Quino and flaxseed. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Quinoa. I didn't understand this. I don't know. Quinoa. <laughs> hey, what do you have any other notes? I changed that error I just made. Uh, I like the uh, trampoline basketball, trampoline napping, trampoline, yeah. trampoline. That was quite good. Yeah. Chalmers like, yeah, we like your hatred. And Homer's like, it comes from nothing. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Homer's reading a book that says, the end is near the 50th anniversary edition. Like, that's that's yeah. a good subtle jab. Mm. I do like also when all the you know teens are standing there tweeting and their phones all die. I really expected them to be like, oh, no, what are we going to do? You know, the very boomer humor kind of moment. But instead, they just pull out postcards and start writing them, mailing them. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I didn't that, see that coming. The, the EMP striking and the like, the town reacting, I thought that was yeah a mix of good and bad jokes. Yeah. Like, I didn't like the execution one with Snake. Like, mm. That's been no. done so many yeah, times. Yeah, they've literally done that so many times, hey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah where they've yeah, hooked it up to solar power. This is taking hours. Can you at least moisten my head sponge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if Jesus was alive to... Oh, sorry. If Jesus had a gun, he'd be alive today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, all, we all got a good line. Oh, big that crack. Was that was a huge line. crack yeah, in the yeah. room. And I do like Chalmers' modified scope, so it looks like everyone has angry eyes. <laughs> Could have kind of done without him pointing it at Maggie so many times, going bang. Yeah. But uh, I guess also that's the idea of how extreme he's taking it, is even mm. the baby is a threat to him. So. Well, yeah, Chalmers has gone yeah extreme into full Bear grills territory as well. <laughs> oh, he'll yeah. grill a bear, all right. <laughs> Jack, any other notes? Um, yeah. Willie using the uh, chainsaw to trim his beard <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. using the lawnmower to trim his beard after that was great. 
I think it's all been covered by the four or five other people. <laughs> That's why you put me last. I always have so many notes. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Matt? Again, like there are enough gags near that, but it was remarkable seeing or rather hearing the voice differences between this one. And I know that, like, mm. when I say, like, it feels like a recent app, I know that it was still, like, literally seven or eight years ago. They sound much more like themselves here than they did in the season 30 episodes. That was just something that I remarked upon. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm just, like, remarking of how much more this felt like a Simpsons episode than yeah. the last one. That, that was just nice. Yeah. Mm. It is a bit nice. Yeah. Any more notes, Nathan? Um, just, I think one of the rides at the start was just called Hold On. Yeah. <laughs> that was the ride. Kid around a lot. That was a good ride. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I even like the follow-up with the claw machine and Martin and he just getting <laughs> absolutely slammed into it. Um, oh, the thing that looks like the uh, coin big circle thing yeah, the, yeah, that you get yeah, at the yeah. shops. The uh, yeah, the coin big circle thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really like that joke. I really wish it didn't go to the Mormon church. I thought there was a way better button for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or, no. or just where does it go? Leave it to the imagination. That's even better. Uh, once again, we get an appearance of Shauna. Uh, who was the manager of the Funhouse. And... Yeah. Boy, does she exist. Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, she a recurring character? Yeah. yeah. Chalmers' oh, really? daughter. Yeah, Shana. she's also Chalmers' oh, she's... daughter. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And... Usually she just says, I'm Shauna. Yeah. And that's it. Oh, okay. It's, it's weird. Uh, uh, Mo has a policy of no acronyms, and like most of those were initialisms. Uh, I, I, I appreciate good the job. pedantic there, yeah. Elliot, because I am equally pedantic. <laughs> uh, is this another anal corner thing? Jordan's <laughs> anal corner! Yeah. Shout out. What else? Uh, I, I actually really liked the line of Homer going, you just want me around so that you can make candles out of my fat. It's like, yeah, it is a contributor. I know, I know. <laughs> like, I liked how there was an agreed upon thing there. <laughs> yeah, they decided to have a dig on baritone saxophones. Take that, baritone saxophones. <laughs> that, was de- that was definitely not a baritone. Those things are massive. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen those fucking things? That's yeah. absolutely not a baritone saxophone. Okay, I'm in the anal corner. Yeah, baby! <laughs> I've been in the anal corner since <laughs> back when. I'll tell uh, you what. And yeah, I liked the Wiggum joke of, and look, no one uh, resorted to eating zoo animals. It's like, oh, well, we did a couple. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> all right, it's time to rank this thing. BT, your turn to go first. Hmm. Am I right on that uh, Patissa bronze border? Mm. Yeah. Um, I do think this one shines a little brighter considering how down I was on the last one. And the fact that it has a coherent plot gives me a lot. That said, I didn't really pull a whole lot of like joy or anything great for this one, so I'm going to settle on a high participant, mm. uh, even though that's not a thing. Again, it's a participant without an asterisk next to it saying this is it is just a regular old, good for you, it's an episode, it passes the time, but I don't have a lot I really liked about this one. Jack? I'm going to put it as, as a silver. Silver? Whoa, Whoa. goddamn, all right. Yeah. I have no reason for this. You really didn't think it was the yeah, best no. episode. No, no, no. I you just you think, follow your heart. I just think compared to other HD post good, because I'm a believer that <laughs> post good. Well, I'm I'm a bit. In, I don't That's know. what you think yeah. PG stands for. <laughs> I think the um, PG era of The Simpsons is anything before season two and after season six. Mm. So I'm so not so much pre good and post good. Pre good and post. Yeah. yeah. There's heaps of there's heaps of good within stuff after it, but. Between two and six, it was consistently every single episode was very, very, very good, in my opinion. The, so this to have even a snifter of it being like, oh, good. Yeah. That, that's a silver for me. Awesome. Yeah, wow. yeah. Mac? Yeah, I'm with BT on this one. It's right on the borderline mm. of participation in bronze. But if I'm looking at the entire oeuvre of La Simp, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> well, <he didn't> 
Quinoa. Det är bara två tal. Um, yeah, if we're looking at the overall bathwater of The Simpsons, um, I'll, I'll chuck the baby out with it and give it a partis. Parti. Parti. DJY. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, look, participant, because I have no real need to go back and watch this again, but it also like didn't fucking ruin my life mm. like the last one did and like a lot of the shit you've shown me has <laughs> well yeah I'm going bronze on this one like and mm. I feel like it sort of just creeps over into that okay sort of thing I am right on that border with you and um, yeah that's where I'm at uh, Buncher yeah I'm gonna go shiny bronze yeah. Uh, on this one yeah that's just shameful uh, bronze <laughs> <laughs> shiny shameful um <laughs> That's just where I'm feeling it. All right. Yeah. And Nathan, finish it off, please. I'm happy with bronze too. I think maybe it's just because of the Jesus line. That's what was going to tip it <laughs> that over. That was a hell of a line. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, with three participants of silver and three bronzes, uh, math quickly, I think that's going to be a dull bronze. Uh, that actually feels really right for mm. this episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. glad yeah. I agreed. I'd agree. Yep. All right. Well, it is time to go to the classic era. We are jumping... Holy fuck, like it's 17 years into the past. And we are going to do the last episode of 25 for the Simpsons Index. Like we've done all the episode 25s of each Uh, season that, and yeah, we have one remaining. This is summer of four foot two. We will be back. Yes, sir. And click. And we are back and we just watched our classic era episode and fucking hell, what a classic it was. This was Season 7, Episode 25, Summer of Four Foot Two. First released in May of 1996, it was directed by Mark Kirkland, written by Dan Greeny. In this episode, you all should know it, it's the one where they go to Little Pug Mosquita said it's... Lisa makes a bunch of new cool friends and Bart ruins it. Hey y'all, what do we think? Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I can totally imagine you going that. <laughs> what, what, what a stone-cold masterpiece mm. of television comedy. Not just for The Simpsons, but yeah. for, for sitcom writing For the general. 90s, for the whole goddamn decade. Yeah, what, what like a fucking... Like a bench, for a bench culture. setter. Yeah, for Col- culture. The, human to, culture. I do it for the culture. <laughs> yeah, goddamn right. But, like, fucking hell. Every, what... Four or five seconds, that was a gag. Yeah. That was like a... Was and good. a good gag. Yeah, that good that gag. Story-based yeah. gag. Yeah. We, literally, we literally cheered in the room <laughs> at certain points because we knew something was coming up yeah. and we cheered for it. Yeah. Yeah. There was no cheering in the PG episodes that we watched. <laughs> I mean, when the credits came up, I felt better. <laughs> mm. no, I, mean, yeah, yeah. Episodes. I felt like cheering. Well, you know, in thinking about what episode to bring you guys for this edition of The Simpsons Index, Nathan, you'd expressed to me many times that this is, like, up there with your one of your favourite or the favourite. This is my favourite, hands down, yeah. Yeah, I mean, elaborate and what stands out to you. Why this episode out of all of them? It's just the perfect balance of heart and funny. It's such a funny episode, Mm. but it's such a, like, a beautifully written episode Mm. for Lisa it's an amazing episode for so like this is a great Lisa episode. It's a really good Marge episode. It's a great Marge mm. episode. It's an incredible Bart and Milhouse episode as well. Like mm. just all the characters are so, so strong. And especially for an episode where they go to another location. Yeah. It's yeah. still yeah. just about them. <laughs> the Simpsons are going to but <laughs> yeah. This is fine because it was a fictional another fictional place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you had to pick a moment that stood out to you, 
here. What what does? Oh god, I mean it's, it's just an all yeah. <laughs> I think it's just Oh, I've got one. Oh, you sorry. <laughs> yeah. You know you know what it actually is. Oh, it struck me just how beautiful it is is when she's being bounced by her new friends oh. yeah. up in oh, the air yeah. and the and fireworks are going on the horizon. Yeah. Right? and then you just get Bart coming but the, the point of view of oh, her yeah. going up and down and then slowly yeah. realising what's happening and the music's is, changing a little and yeah. making yeah. a bit more ominous from, oh, from like man. absolute jubilation which I watched as a kid and I went I want that I want, <laughs> I want new friends and to be bounced up in the air and for there to be fireworks and then just to see like man, her knowing what's, that's such good storytelling yeah. visually God tier. Absolutely. But right? also, like, like it's like not to like belabor a point, but like growing up as someone who was a nerd, like I obviously had a close yep. group of friends, but like was not a popular kid. I don't and, think any any of us in this room were popular. Yeah, kids. I was going to mm. talk about this because this is like it just felt like the endless summer. You know what I mean? Which is often yeah. like it's a nostalgialized mm. <laughs> concept. It's not. It's, it's like in a lot of ways, it's kind of not real, but mm. it's a bit real. You know what I mean? When, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, when a, I was yeah. when I was a teenager, when I was in high school, the fucking local church put on this thing called Kaihama Beach Mission. So it was it was pretty cursed. It's fully like you go to like youth groups and they teach about God or whatever. Yeah. You get indoctrinated. Get indoctrinated. And they, they you know what they do? They come in and say, Do you guys want some free milkshakes? And we're like, Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's cursed in that way, but at the same time, it totally was that. This is a whole new group of people yeah, who don't man. have the school me context. So yeah. I resonate with this Yo, this mm. uh, For real. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. a real, really, really, really but real also, way. I don't know whether you ever had that that real experience when you were a kid as well, where you actually do just meet people, yeah. you know, those people oh. of your same age. Well, it's, and it it's is only for a moment. And you. It's like, yeah. that was real life for me. Yeah, was, we had that. We for had sure, that. when we we first met, we first met when we were like, what, 15, 16? 2005, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. around then. We also grew up at the time of MySpace, which is totally removed from anyone you know from, like, school, because you're talking to, like, fucking Hawthorne Heights fans from, mm. you know, the other side of the fucking world. They don't know a thing about, you know, mm. what life is like at St. John the Evangelist. Yeah, and for yeah. many of them, they know where you can get some baguettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really celebrate Bastille today. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I Again, think... an excellent Rush song. reality of the episode yeah you know, like i look at the feeling that i get from a summer vacation yeah and it's like oh i buy it entirely it feels yeah. like you're on a summer vacation mm-hmm. when you're watching yeah. that yeah, like absolutely. just even like the the carnival you know the fact that there's a carnival going and how the oh carnival boy a carnival <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. oh my god another thing we I, also fucking cheer for i think legitimately as a child that was one of the first memories i have of realizing that visuals can work in the construction of a joke, like mm. the yeah. fact that the, the fact that like Barton Lisa's back and forth there, like is quite a serious moment. Like she's like expressing her anger at like you, you have made my life like verifiably oh, worse, kind of mm. thing like that. Yeah, I know and, and, that and whole bit. Mean yeah. little sneak, yeah. Yeah. fucking and, 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 and killing it. Yeah, and, and, and because yeah. that the moment is so real, you forget about any context outside of the two of them. But of course, Milhouse is still there, and, <laughs> and then the, the undoing of expectations when he just like opens the fucking, like, pushes away the cereal box like it's a door and says, oh boy, I can't. He was there the whole time. Is outrageous about it. I'm like, 
interesting oh. to thing to think about as well is that Lisa is very much a teenager in this episode. Yeah. Yes. When she's well, supposed to be eight years old. Yeah, yeah she even <laughs> positions herself like that because she lies to the other kids. It's just like, oh, yeah, that's my younger brother. I think the whole thing is like she's trying to be a teenager. But that's the thing. But she's actually, she's a really uh, smart eight. Age- Eight-year-old yeah. that she yeah. would actually be operating on that teenage oh, yeah, level, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. anyway, yeah. yeah, which is resisted by Marge, right? Like you know, yeah, like, she's I like think no teen dream, all yeah. this sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. watch references, yeah, yeah, and, stuff, and like, like the, oh, David Hasselhoff. I can totally hear him going there. <laughs> Another big moment that stands out for me is when Bart realizes. Mm. That he's been a, a like a real yeah, shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, when yeah. she walks when, off, yeah, uh, when she fucking crashes into the yeah. goddamn tree yeah. and the bird's nest <laughs> falls on her head, the the sequencing of that is just absolutely god tier. Yeah, like and like knowing that Bart knows mm. that he fucked up. Yeah, he's like, all oh, right, this has gone too far now. Yeah, I mean, this, this isn't sibling bullying mucking about anymore. I have really hurt this. Because you but have that, gro- like, you have yeah. that yeah. moment growing yeah. up where you do yep. something and you're like, oh shit, like other people have feelings. You know, are real yeah. people and yeah. have feelings, yeah. and what I do affects yeah, them. Yeah, but that's the moment when when Lisa's fighting back with him. Oh, it's a game, and he's fighting her. Yeah, yeah. When yeah, she yeah. just gives up and walks away. He's like, oh shit. Oh. And there's so <laughs> much so emotion brutal. in just those two words, Lisa. Wait. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, but man. it's like, but that's. I mean, all the best episodes that are Bart centric is the ones where he finds a redemption in yeah. what his behavior. And all the best episodes with Lisa is, you know, you are Lisa Simpson. Like yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah, being yeah. yourself is like. Mm. It's also thing. really interesting to look at the positioning of Bart and Lisa as characters removed from their normal context. Exactly, Because they're both... One is in a different context and trying to be a completely different person. The other is removed completely from their context and trying to be the exact same person and it doesn't land. Mm -hmm. Like, he comes through Mm -hmm. and does the same shit that would impress kids in Springfield and the kids in little Pasapina Petalon don't give a fuck. And, like, that's yeah, because, so interesting. Yeah, because yeah. the whole thing just smacks of effort, man. True. <laughs> but I, I also love the little character development of Lisa's new friends, is they're yeah. obviously cool, and they're obviously not nerds, but none of them really have, like, a mean spirit. Mm. No. Yeah. You know when Lisa has sort of changed her identity to be more sort of, like, in inverted commas, like, naughty or whatever, like, when she's mm. smoking in the bathroom, say, yeah. like, it's or smoking vape next to me in the, <laughs> in the podcast. What do you got? What do you got? <laughs> what do you got? Um, yeah, I just thought that was a nice little thing that these kids—they're not bad. They're just a different yeah. group of kids yeah. from a they're different. Like, they're, like they're not bullies. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they just happen to be like cool, kind yeah, of yeah. beach yeah. kind they're of kids. Lisa, Lisa doesn't have to break her moral code at any point. Yeah, to fit in. exactly. Yeah. She never yeah. has to do. She just has to kind of reinvent herself. Yeah, and, but, but you know, and grow up a little bit in but, her own eyes. But then even like the stuff like at the end of it, right? We were joking about it before, but like the stuff when the guys like like you taught us like about nature and how we shouldn't drink seawater. Like she's. <laughs> She's still herself with yeah, them, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So it's like at the same time as it's talking about how tribalism is so important for kids, it's also saying that like there's something beyond that that even kids are kind of like can can yeah. see and yeah. hang yeah, on yeah, to. Yeah, like, yeah. Tribalism is surface level. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. 
So, Elliot, what stood out to you for better or worse? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, uh, I, had bring up, <laughs> I had to bring up the whole, you know, summer holiday vibes thing, Beach. Mm. Like, that just reminds me of, like, fucking going up oh. to Tookley with Chessel and stuff. A hundred percent. But Yeah, no, yeah, man, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, the summer of 2006, it was a different time. Tookley, Tookley. Everyone was doing a dance yeah. called the Funky Grandpa. Uh, the, the summer of 20 foot six. <laughs> <laughs> the summer of 10 odd meters. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, what? really stands out is and yeah it's like you said every character gets their moment in the sun and mm. there's some fucking stellar Homer moments. Yeah, we didn't even episode. mention Homer yet. Oh, like, oh my god. Homer is effectively like, a B-plot of buying the fireworks. Yeah. 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 Oh, some like, of fireworks. Porno and, uh, magazine. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what? Make, make it two. Yeah. Yeah. Like to buy some up. condoms, uh, porno mags, some panty shields, disposable evidence, uh, for legal fireworks. Yeah. 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 His Looney Tunes moment when the firework is lit. True. So good. In the middle of the day, how was this? Yeah, how was this gonna look good? But even Marge just going through the shopping. I don't know what you got planned for tonight. And then like the two following scenes with Marge, her cleaning up all the mess. I don't think I'd ever notice that because it's such specific like background sight gags. I've seen this scrubbing broken plates. I've seen this so many times and I don't think I'd ever picked up on that because I'm just so used to her just cleaning around yeah. the house anyway. But the fact that she cleaned up Homer's mess from blowing up the dishwasher. Yeah. The sludge yeah. coming out. Oh, oh, holy fuck. And him just like shit. whistling walking away. <laughs> uh, how about you, Deej? What stands out to you from this episode for better or worse? Well, that bit, like, there's so many subtle little Kill gags me. here. With yeah. <laughs> You're right, man. I was just thinking about the filming with what, Ned? <laughs> <laughs> with water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the side gags are on point. Like, the pacing is right on point of fucking <laughs> Milhouse running out of the school just as the <laughs> bell goes in the morning. <laughs> fucking hell, man. Like, just... Oh, I don't think there's a moment in this episode that doesn't stand out. Yeah. yeah. You know, because, like, everything is at such a high level through the whole thing. With a lot of Simpsons episodes, there's peaks and valleys, you know, like, they kind of slowly bring you in. Whereas this one, it's just fucking bam, 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 bam. And it, it is unrelenting in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. I actually didn't think about that with Millhouse in the start as well and like how well like and self-contained this episode is that if you've mm. never seen any Simpsons you, you get him. so much set up for all the characters 100% Millhouse yep. is a fucking dog Bart's really popular in his hometown yep. Lisa's not and yeah you get so mm. much Maggie content. is a baby <laughs> I, I had the exact same thing and yeah. I also mm. think that if it was your first and only episode of the Simpsons that it works fine for that as well because it's also just a really great self-contained story, a yeah. little a little novella in which these characters, which are full and developed, are also brilliant stand-ins for the people that they're representing, the social groups and, you know, the, the larger kind of archetypes. Yeah, yeah you're right. Elliot, you mentioned Barn Lisa, but it also, like... In that self-containedness, you get Homer is a bit of an oaf, like buying the fireworks and also like driving in the beach in low tide, kind of like, <laughs> like, like great, this is a great little moment, kind of like that. And low tide, boys. And like Marge is an extremely sheltered, dorky but caring woman, right? Like yeah. the thing of like. It must be exciting to change different beds. I know you're joking, but it is. <laughs> like, that characterizes her so well. And, and like yeah. also the caring of Lisa yeah. trumps her like mm. wanting to protect her. She just goes, "Go, no, you have to yeah. let yeah. her go and have no, her friends." Yeah, it's it's also like, I was just like, 
wanting to be friends with Lisa. Yeah, yeah. Wanting to be friends no, it's with so her. fucking it's like, yeah. Like every Simpson gets a good moment that exemplifies why the character works in yeah. this episode. But it requires those, no uh, explanation. Yeah, yeah. You just, you just get it, and every joke is character based. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. There's no joke in there that isn't somehow connected back to who those people are. Absolutely. Yeah. Both those moments where Marge is just like. Lisa Rosa for like ha- making new beds and then the bit where like Lisa goes off and she's just like oh Maggie will be my best friend. it reminded me of that fucking Raphael Bob Waxberg Twitter mm. thread from ages ago was just like does Marge have friends totally that piece yeah. is beautiful yeah it's fucking heartbreaking but also like it's kind of funny in context but also you kind of think about it in a larger kind yeah. of context it's just like Jesus Christ, I'd never even considered it like that. Yep. So we'll the, link it in the show notes. Well, as long as Homer keeps bursting in the room wearing a shirt that says no fat chicks holding a skunk. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. Wearing a diaper from the welcome mat. Oh. <laughs> I love that he goes out the door and immediate silence. King shit only. What about you, BT? What else from this episode stands out to you? Oh, man, picking one is hard. I guess I'm going to have to go with the dud. Yeah! yeah. yeah. Uh, we got the dud right here! Have you been holding that this entire time? This was on the chair when I came in. <laughs> you got the dud. Just dragging you. Yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker, this motherfucker right here. My mic buddy. My mic buddy. Mike soulmate. King shit only. So, Beach, uh... I can't believe it's saying this. Used to live here, and um, <laughs> whenever I'd go on a holiday or something, go away for a couple of days, yep. I'd come back to various Simpsons memes around the house. <laughs> like one time, I was opening all the cupboards, and it was uh, that shot of Edna and Skinner in the closet making babies. <laughs> and I saw one of them. <laughs> Um, another time it was just uh, that door to the kitchen it was closed and when I opened it (laughs) it's Homer holding the shotgun in the casino episode (laughs) 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 to the chair and then yeah on another one there were various duds around the place and of course my smile slowly (laughs) ripped off my face that is is the best meme I think Uh, yeah yeah. easy dud posting is just top tip yeah oh my god yeah the fact that we mentioned it when we were watching it, but the fact that they animated that, they drew more frames than they usually yeah, use yeah, yeah. animation uh, is perfect. Perfect. As soon as we're done, we're going out and watching Dud Post. Yeah. 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 Oh, just one of the best gift sensations ever. And yeah, they're up to like five minutes of fucking yeah. taking bits from Simpsons episodes. And, oh. Yeah, warms my heart every time. Oh, Absolutely. So good. Fuck, who haven't I asked yet? Jack, have you had a moment stand out to you? No, it just reminded me a lot of being a sort of nerdy kid who found yeah, friends, yeah, yeah, friends yeah. out of town. And it's also because I had um, like family friends who lived in Newcastle who like played in bands and stuff. So I got to go and check that out when I was really young. And just not having, yeah, the Kayama context in this place where everyone was, like, listening to alternative music and playing in bands and stuff. So, so what yeah. was it like hanging out with Silverchair? <laughs> um, two of them were really not as cool as the one of them. Eat that, Chris Joanna! <laughs> one thing that I want to mention, and it just it speaks to how densely joke-populated this episode is, that is one that you could easily forget. At the start, where... Flanders is a explaining mm. why they're going to the place at all, and and he and he says like knocked over a um a boat carrying geraniums. No, they're trying it as a maritime offence. <laughs> Even before um, that, he's got the great line of, "Oh, I'm in the rhubarb of a pickle of a jam." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, "I'll look at your septic tank," and then. All right, Mr. Brown Ground, what do you got for me? <laughs> it's so goddamn good. Put sleeves yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, sleeves oh, up. Just yeah. that undying optimism. Yeah, yeah. That's it. love That's it. it. Oh, so 
But Flanders had to, yeah, do jury duty for this thing, but yet had time to shoot up to the holiday house, write <laughs> all the notes. All the notes. <laughs> no, but I assume. Oh no, because he, he wrote the notes. He wrote the Specific, front door note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was just like, he what actually wrote diddly. <laughs> <laughs> but even individually for the ice tray, each individual cube had the instruction. Like, How if else it is she the, gonna know? <laughs> on the seventh one, maybe juice. Oh no, with water. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, wackiness. Was this a particularly wacky episode of The Simpsons? It feels really, really grounded. Yeah. Really. Yeah, I, it's not at all, but for the better. Mm. Like, yeah, maybe one of the least wacky episodes of The Simpsons to the credit mm. of the episode. Homer has some wacky moments. Like, he was formerly known as Captain Wacky. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the firework is, is like, him, you know, yeah. racing around the kitchen or whatever. Yeah. Him in the welcome mat kind of thing, but it's very <laughs> grounded. Yeah. Yeah, but I think yeah. you could, like, none of that is impossible, though. Yeah, like, yeah. You, everything in this could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it wacky to see a bunch of birds chasing a car covered in seashells, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's totally conceivable. Yeah. 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 Uh, the only bit of wack I think I have is um, a part I don't think I ever noticed before, which is when they get the yearbooks, like, oh, it's re- real leather, uh, leather oleum. Yeah. <laughs> I can yeah. smell the benzene. The benzene. <laughs> <laughs> and the voice acting on that line is oh, so committed with yeah. no irony. Benzene. It's just there. <laughs> and I think to speak of, we were talking about the self awareness of The Simpsons in the last episode mm. where the girl gets Bart's signature and she says, see ya! And he writes how people talk. <laughs> it's like, it's kind and of And he like, has his own autograph session. Yeah. It's so <laughs> good. Yeah, it's very oh, good. man. Also, people threw down an extra 30 bucks for the VIP signing. Yes! <laughs> oh, dude. Sorry, what was that, Paige? Uh, so your daughter is also called Singer. <laughs> <laughs> I like this for me. <laughs> also, what a fucking, like, loyal friend slash total cuck Millhouse is, <laughs> is to just like stand by and like introduce people to Bart. I'm sorry, see you in the car is yeah. the funniest, funniest thing. I signed it too. <laughs> see you in the car. I reckon everyone in this room has signed something as that. Yes. Like, oh, don't yeah. see you in the see car, best car. wish. Yeah, 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 100%. Either that or Millpool. Wow, we're quoting Millhouse yes, a lot. Of yes. <laughs> oh, also, um, stay in school, your hero, Homer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, that leads perfectly into the heart of the episode. And yeah, Adam, I'm glad you made us go back and read that uh, yearbook thing because I don't remember the last time I did that. Mm. Like, yeah, I don't and, think I ever had. Yeah, like I remember seeing the little bits and like the notion is just, oh, they've all signed the notebook. That's really nice. Yeah, you never actually like pause it and actually freeze mm. and go in and be like. Mm. Oh, they actually took the time to write considerate notes, all of them. Yeah. And one of them uh, confesses their crush on? You love to see it. That's bittersweet. Oh. You know, for Lisa. Yeah. But I think, I think again, like, just to cement the point about, you know, being yourself is enough for people, the, the line in the notebook saying, like, next time bring your microscope. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, because she, you know the earlier callback, which she's sitting there going, a microscope, what was I thinking? And it's like, no, no you don't need to doubt yourself no. that much, Lisa. You're Lisa. Like, no. you're enough. Like, it's I was always. busy setting up the dud then, so I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Sacrifices were made. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's... Yeah, an interesting thing to go on, you know, uh, like an exploration of self-identity and image like that. And yeah, Lisa just wanting to reinvent herself. And I think it was brought up earlier. Yeah, it's not like she changed all that much. Mm-hmm. She just sort of just a know, style held, of... held a few things back, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, I really believed her doubting her identity. Mm. And yeah. And editing herself in that way. There's something about that that rung so true. Yeah. Well, like, on the heart thing, man, just, like, 
her walking away being like, being myself didn't work, mm. being someone else didn't work. Yeah. Maybe I just wasn't meant to have friends. Oh. Like that's fucking oh. like it's legitimately heart hurting. If, if that doesn't like, kick you in the childhood. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah th- sure. Then th- then you were happy and popular. So <laughs> fuck yeah. off. Listen to a different podcast. <laughs> I think um as well, just the little uh imaginary bit of her like looking at all the characters from the library mm. and then having them <laughs> yeah. be like, It's a trap, don't yeah. do it. It's like <laughs> The books are going to be there, yeah. regardless. Like, what I like about that yeah. part, I didn't really respect until the critical watch was that then sets up her knowing about that that place being empty for when they want to skateboard. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. also yeah. we've got periodicals it's on micro. <laughs> it's a joke that also progresses the plot. I love it. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just reading some of the lines now. Yeah, without you, summer's a bummer. And Aww. yeah, uh, you made a hot summer very cool. I'll miss you. From Erin, which was one of the guest stars of the episode. Oh, the only guest star. Christina Ricci. Ricci yes. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wednesday go. Adams. Yeah. 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 Embracing summer for a change. Look, as a goth, you hate to see it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you see it in Stanley <laughs> Values where she does turn all normie and then she turns normie to trick every, that, That's treat. okay, yeah. It's okay, it's, it's okay to go normie if you're going to murder other normies. Yeah, yeah. yeah for real, for real. <laughs> were, there, were there like other normal cast members that played the other kids? Yeah, pretty sure they were all just in-house. Um, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing... Uh, Rick, Dean, and Ben. Mm. Yeah. There's very fleshed out characters, but <laughs> there wasn't enough time in this well, episode. One to... is French. One's mother is French. <laughs> yeah. Well, he knows where to get baguettes. Yeah. So. That's a friend the, you need. The beautiful so animation good. of them constantly doing the same back to the camera pose. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Also, uh, it's similar. We've mentioned anima- like that animation and also Homer's smile animation. Mm. Great the reverse of the too many frames with Homer's smile, the incredibly short amount of frames they use when Marge turns around. She knows we're coming in with yes. Tang and Rice Krispie treats. It just turns on a dime. Yeah, it doesn't have the smoothness of uh, Grandpa Simpson leaving yeah. the whole yeah. house. I was yeah. going to say, so that good. character's immediately exiting the building playlist. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fuck, I want to see that playlist. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that butt after dark. It's a very I'm into it. I'm into it. Punch. <laughs> the, well, the, the flip side would be uh, the PTA is disbanded with the guy jumping oh, up yeah. the window and jumping <laughs> yeah. 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 The PTA is disbanded. <laughs> uh, but ultimately, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Yes. Hundo. Yeah. Hundo%. Yeah, like you said, Hundo Adam. and Thundo%. Percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like self-contained, but just everyone is who they are, yep. and it's funny because of who they are. Yeah, a guest we had on recently, I believe it was Paul Salt from One Good Thing. He mentioned that this, you know, if you had to go back and say which episode of The Simpsons that exist could fit as a series finale, this is a pretty good contender. Yeah, yeah. You'd lose yeah. a lot of good season eight and nine episodes, but fucking hell, this would be such a high note to go out on. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think an episode, there are very few, like probably I could count on one thumbless hand episodes that feel like The Simpsons more mm. than this episode feels like The Simpsons. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. It, it's fucking archetypal, you know? Like, it's yeah. so important in the whole history of this show. And you obviously wouldn't start by showing, you know, if someone says, like, I've never watched The Simpsons before, you know, what is everyone going on about? You wouldn't start at the beginning. You wouldn't start at, like, at season one or whatever. I think this is actually maybe a really great contender for that as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go out for a frosty chocolate <laughs> the, the, the risk in doing that, Adam, though, is, of course, mm. then you are starting with such rarefied gold. Yeah. The, the other episodes, which are still great episodes, 
But some of the other episodes that are rarefied gold, like feel more eventy. I like who yeah. shot yeah. Mister Burns or Hank Scorpio or yeah. something yeah. like that. Mm. This one, like, even though they're going to a different location, no. is still very much they're middle, at the core yeah. of what the Simpsons is. They're a middle class family, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing. They more got a free vacation. Yeah, going, yeah. going to their neighbor's beach house. That's it. Yeah. 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 But yes, yeah, so no. Would you watch this one again? Obviously, yes. yeah. obviously not. No, <laughs> have done. Don't waste we'll do my it, time. We'll, we'll do again soon. <laughs> I'd be happy I'm, to watch it again now. <laughs> I'm currently watching it in my head. I was just going to say I could watch it or I could just sit and think about it from start <laughs> to finish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Right now. <laughs> Matter of uh, fact, I got it now. <laughs> and yeah, playlist question. What are some other episodes that would pair nicely with this one? You are Lisa Simpson. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so, yeah, great um, Lisa, Lisa episode yeah. man. Yeah. yeah also, like uh, the one where she has an identity. Crisis and tries out like being Raven never smiles for about two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. fuck, I forgot about that one. The, yeah, the, the one with Lisa Kudrow. Mm. Yeah. Also, oh, ones where they go places. So again, yeah. um, you only move twice would be another one. Cameos yeah. from '90s actresses. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> what was fireworks? Was yeah, Lisa Kim, Kudrow. Kim Basinger. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, of course. Or the, or, the, or the one from Roseanne that ripped out Bart's heart. Oh, oh yeah, you won't be needing this. Something she played Darlene on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Roseanne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I want to float that it also belongs on the best of Millhouse playlist. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Bart, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The one where it doesn't focus on him. Yeah, he gets such iconic moments. He shines. Yeah. He shines. Yeah, with the sprinkler at the start. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. god! To That's open, <laughs> to open yeah. the episode. Yeah, and then also just great Bart. <laughs> The last day of school, Milhouse try to retain some dignity, and then he fucking runs yeah. out as the bell goes. Yours, the to, to his credit, there are a bunch of ice cream vans outside, yeah, raring yeah. to go. Yeah, raring to go yeah. I will say, uh, yeah, on that bit as well, the Up Yours playlist as well. Pair this with uh, Principal's gonna going Up Yours, children. It's <laughs> yeah. the principal and the pop, but it's an okay up. episode. Yes, this is gonna be a weird one to go around the room, Nathan. Is there anything you'd like to change about this episode? No, I like especially watching it again there with a you know with a moderately critical eye. Like there's no flat moments. Mm. It's just like it jumps between jokes and and heart mm. so well and cleanly. Yeah, I have nothing to fix. Adam. So like the only thing that I kind of really think about is the bit of sentimentality that I think could be updated, but I don't think you would do that because now it stands as this time capsule. Mm. Because I think like the part of the beautiful thing is that I, I feel like kids watching this episode wouldn't understand not caring being cool. Yeah. They wouldn't understand not trying hard, not trying to get ahead and not wanting to connect with other people as being a cool thing. Whereas like the 90s was was built around that, around that kind of tribe as being like a really cool thing because of grunge and all those other kinds of things. So like I think there is a version of this episode that is able to communicate to kids today better. And there's like there's some mm. areas where the sentimentality kind of borders on cheese mm. Which I think is super, super endearing, but I can also see how someone else might be put off with that and maybe there's another choice for those kinds of moments that would bring people in and, and allow it to land a little bit better. But I wouldn't change a thing still. Yeah. Um, but I think they're the only things that I could kind of really identify as, as needing any kind of change. And it's it, for others to make it to make it work for them. Sure. Um, Mac? Yeah, to me, no. There's not a single moment in this episode that is dead air. There's not a single joke that doesn't land. There's not a single moment of sentimentality that doesn't feel real. This is The Simpsons at its absolute peak. There's not a single second I would change. Jack? Obviously, it wouldn't change any of it. I'm just wondering what brought everyone's A-game to this and whether it's possible to 
bottle that yeah. <laughs> for it to to sell it for a dollar nine nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, hook it to your veins. Hook it to, no, well, just so it could it could potentially happen again because I don't want to believe that The Simpsons is done while it's still on the air. Mm. But it's just like there's no possible way that anything current day Simpsons could even be put next to. We saw it. We put the shit next to it today and it was just came up so, so short. I'm just wondering what what was the alchemy that existed? I mean, I guess it was culture. I guess it was where the world just was at that time. Was it purpose? Like, for, like the purpose and the message behind reckon, the show? I reckon it could be that. that. That's part you of know? it. Yeah. I also reckon, like, this is kind of in that period where people's, like, the level of the writer's room, especially, their attention wasn't as divided mm. on other shit because, like, Futurama didn't mm. exist at this point. Like, was Conan still on the... Nah, on the no, 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 he no, was gone no. at this point. But, yeah, like, you get my point, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. everyone wasn't split across a bunch of different projects. Mm. I also think the threat of cancellation, which The Simpsons mm. still had at this point, like, I think there's something to, you know, yeah, making a show with the idea in mind that you might not be renewed next yeah. year. Mm. So you've got to put your A-game in. I don't think The Simpsons got rid of that feeling until, yeah, well into the teens era. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting point. Mm. How about you, BT? What would you like to change? Um, if I could do it all again, if we knew we were doing this episode and I had the time, uh, instead of printing out one dud and leaving it on someone's chair, I would like tape sealed envelopes <laughs> underneath everyone's chair and then have one dud in there. Everyone oh. else would have a start, obviously. Oh, wait, <laughs> and then wait, figure wait, out, wait, wait. Oh. Nah, unfortunately, I didn't know we were doing this. I didn't have time. Uh, but that's what I would change, Elliot. All right. Uh, and there's the thing like that's curious. Like Flanders had the game mystery date. Yeah, he does think dice are wicked. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Deej? What would you like to change? Probably add in a more, few more cutaway gags. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know, like that time I outfarted Michael Moore. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously not. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. This is um, like Homer at the bat before, like, yeah, you only moved twice the other week. This is sort of setting, you know... This is calibrating oh, yeah. <laughs> The Simpsons yeah. for me. <laughs> All right, we are here. Nathan, do you have any other notes? Girls, Lisa. Boys kiss girls. <laughs> oh, Marge. Oh, Marge. Oh, Marge. All of the Marge stuff, I think, does a really nice, like, that's who Lisa doesn't want to be. Yeah. Which oh is God, heartbreaking yes. and so real as well to kind of, like, look yeah. at the kind of suburban nurse of your parents and kind of yeah, be like, Yeah, a very oh, strong I... sense of tradition. And that's the thing, I often throw to this exact moment as an example of not Marge being, you know, bigoted at all, but just her like, no, this is the way things are. Yeah. And she like doesn't get it. And yeah. And I think that's like so rough for Lisa mm. to kind of Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah, that's actually something that I I hadn't noticed before in that Marge gives that, you know, mom advice. Just be yourself and things yeah. will work out. And Lisa just before had that moment of realizing I'm in the French table and a straight-A yeah. student. I thought I'd be... Mm. Why am I not more mm. popular? I mean, when right. kids see these fonts and margins... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and she was the uh, Garund? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the Garund. Garund. I don't know what oh, a Garund yeah. is. She was, on, she was on the French point. and the German table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyone else? Yeah. Adam? Okay, so, so for me, I was reminded watching this episode just how much I kind of, number one, like related to Lisa's position as a kid and also just kind of like wished to have that experience for myself. Like when I was watching this episode as a kid, I genuinely thought it would be so cool to have an idyllic summer holiday mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. make a new bunch of friends and it would be so bittersweet to leave them. Like I, I really felt connected and drawn into that story. And I was reminded of that coming back and watching it today. But also 
More than that, as the age that I am now as an adult watching this episode, I go, I kind of want that experience even more because I realize how hard it is where I'm at in my life now to change who I am, Mm. to be seen in a different way by the people that I know. And not only that, but also to kind of find connection with others as easily. Mm. And I kind of see Marge's position of wanting to make friends desperately and make connections desperately with anyone else. And, oh boy, maybe I kind of relate to that a little bit too much in comparison. (laughs) Mm. Um, So there's even more bittersweetness that the episode still has to give me. And I think it entirely just comes from the wholesomeness and the earnestness and the heart and the integrity that comes in the story that is being told. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. How about you, Mac? Any other final notes? Uh, Just that some of... Dan Castellaneta's absolute finest voice work in the history of the show is his sweet, merciful crap, my car. (laughs) And then the harsh cut from that to Homer angrily driving while the birds pick at the car is such a masterstroke. Yeah, the amount of frustrated moments that I've thought of sweet, merciful crap. Yeah. Beautiful. How about you, Jack? Yeah, I just think it's a testament to the writing of the show and the cultural impact of the show like this is it's not just a random you know funny sitcom it's it's something that for me personally and I, I imagine other people as well our cultural frames were totally formed by this show like uh, mm. our our identities a huge part of that is definitely to do with this show and I just feel so privileged that I witnessed it in real time and was able to see it at a time in my life where the ship could really weave its way into my DNA I resonated with it in a in a very very serious way in a very profound way um in like an analytical sense like adam's saying of like this means this to me and it uh, i can see relation to the character but also in this very visceral like this is a the feeling i get when i watch this is that i'm not alone and it's mm. it's mm. and just really great to have that and they, i think that's why i'm so heartbroken at the later episodes of it because it's like mm-hmm. there's no one saying that about current simpsons oh that their identity and their sense of connection or sense of who they are is existent <laughs> because of it so you want, you want to hope there's something else you, know you I mean? want to hope there's something you want else. to hope there's something else that's that yeah i know and we'll but find out when that podcast is made yeah, they have <laughs> they, they have youtube they have they'll have the youtube uh, they have they have belle de fame, they have, they have yeah. belle de fame. Yeah, yeah. i don't know there's this show rick and morty you may have heard of it there's this uh, one episode <laughs> oh yeah. i've heard about this <laughs> i tried to watch i didn't quite i couldn't quite follow it, it seemed very cerebral for me i mean yeah. Yeah. to be fair yeah. like, like, yeah. like i'm with you jack like i know jack and i we're quite smart but we're not like really genius guys so like can't quite follow along with it yeah yeah more of the dumb dumb simpson stuff yeah. for me. <laughs> how about you dj any other notes no oh <laughs> bt yep just 11 uh let's <laughs> see i feel like what they have uh how'd you catch him so fast we have someone on the inside everyone just yeah. glares at martin. <laughs> my note for that was martin formant Ooh, <laughs> oh, good. Uh, uh, the yearbook is uh, Immortalize Your Awkward Phase. That was great. <laughs> that was great. I missed that. Awesome. And, and just uh, Nelson's line of Lisa's like, oh, well, everyone gets your yearbook. He's like, ah, oh, if you hadn't done it, some other dork would have. It's like, <laughs> who mi- died and made you? Yeah. Was Mr. Estes. <laughs> <laughs> Publications. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, bit at Jordan's anal corner. Jordan's anal corner. There's a portrait of Mort above one of the beds, but when it cuts away and cuts back, it's Rod and Todd. 
Oh. Yeah, I mean, hope someone got five for that blunder. Maybe uh, it's one of those pictures. Yeah, it's a holographic one. Yeah. Oh. Like those Tarzos used to get? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a Tarzo painting. Ned would think that was so cool. Or he'd think it was witchcraft. I don't think it was witchcraft. He'd be like, not for me. It was a great bit where they're running, Bart and Millhouse are running to the beach and say, last one, there's a yearbook editor. Just reinforcing Lisa's nerdiness without pointing to it. I do like that. To bring in the smoking gun at the end, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Lisa's are like, you don't control birds, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging out beats doing stuff. I agree with that. Stuff uh, sucks. Yeah. Uh, it's my first real friend, Chip, Chip Bracelet. <laughs> it's just such a little sweetheart moment, and I think that, yeah, she, yeah, like she nearly Bart, gives up the game. You know? Yeah, like the Bart Bartholomew, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. quick self-correction. Uh, Millhouse's nice doggy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is this thing? I, I don't it's know. It's a horseshoe, horseshoe crab, crab, isn't it? Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Are yeah, they, yeah, are they yeah. dangerous? No. No, we no. actually... Um, their blood is blue, and oh, yeah, as a human yeah. race, we drain their blood. Um, for ink? Uh, no, for the sterilizing of hospital equipment. Okay. Um, huh. I did not expect the, that as a conclusion. The, the horseshoe crab population is only as big as it is in America because we need their blood. <laughs> and then we just like, it, it doesn't kill them, we keep them alive because we have like crab blood milking. Well, that is and that several mass extinctions. Mass extinction events, I like yeah. the idea yes. that wow. there are yeah. things on American beaches that won't kill you. Like yeah. in yeah. Australian beaches, that would have been a blue ring octopus. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you won't even make it to the phone. <laughs> <laughs> in, in America, on the beach, the only thing to worry about killing you is a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this that whole speech with Lisa threatening Bart with like the honey, the yeah. bear honey bottle. Oh my god, I love that. And just nearly like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> just put honey in his eyes. <laughs> Uh, and that would suck. I know, it would. would uh, it's, it's just, oh, I like it because it's very intense. And just that last moment of Bartler being like, oh, I showed your yearbook to your friends again. It's like, bar. It's like, no, no, look, look. It's like, ah, yeah. oh, my hearts. Yeah. Oh, so good. And, and yeah, I forgot to sort of mention this as, yeah, as relatable as a sibling sort of episode as well. Yeah. It's just, mm. yeah. oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh, up there, also on the playlist, um, the hockey episode, obviously. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Another benchmark calibration yeah. episode for fight, me. Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> And then John Wilkes Booth drew his gun and... (laughs) (laughs) Was President Lincoln okay? He was fine. fine. (laughs) Go home, Ralph. (laughs) Oh, exiting class without getting the end of the story uh, playlist. uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) World War II ended. We won! <laughs> uh, but fastening Millhouse into the car seat. Oh, is... my God! <laughs> Whose ribs hurt at yeah, that Mil- Millhouse yeah. is fidgeting again. I'm going to tie these straps. <laughs> Another thing I never noticed, Marge, in the list of things that they can go to show Lisa's new gear, she mentions a place that sells tap water taffy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not salt water taffy. I missed that. Tap, oh water tap water taffy. That's oh. so good. Uh, just the kids trying to spit at each other in the gravitron. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they both laid on either side of Millhouse's face. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, musical moments we get all summer long by the Beach Boys. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Beach Boys are great, but what yeah. what record is that off? I can. The Kokomo one. Presumably, <laughs> yeah. no. presumably something called Sounds of the Summer. Oh damn, it was written by Mike Love. Damn it. Damn of course it, it was. <laughs> Mike Love. He's a Mike founding Love. member of the band. Does he have to be though? I know. <laughs> I said that to Andrew the other day. There's this great like bootleg cap that these dudes in Sydney made. It has the Beach Boys logo on the front, and on the back it says "Death to Mike Love." <laughs> and it's so sick. I can't see what album it appeared on just uh, from my terrible quick research, but apparently it was uh, used in their film American Graffiti. 
That's a pretty yeah, nice. There you go. It might have just been a single release considering yeah. it's from the 60s. Yeah. Uh, true, true. Mm. All right, it's time to rank this thing. Nathan. Cubic zirconia, easy. Woo! Is anyone not going to give it cubic zirconia? <laughs> well, let's well, find let's out. everyone have a turn. Deej, you can go next. Failure. No, cubic zirconia. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going cubic. Duh. Jack? Yeah, uh, coop, coop it up. <laughs> yeah, it's for me. It's rarefied cubic zirconia. One of the top five episodes of the whole show. Adam, yeah, it's cubic zirconia. And Beach. Yeah, I mean the fact that I still find new things to pull from this episode while being flawless and making the entire room laugh. Cubic zirconia, no question. Yes, sir. All right, unanimous cubic zirconia. Bam, 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 bam. We are giving this episode the Simpsons Index Award for Outstanding Achievement in the, the Field, field of, of Excellence. excellence. <laughs> wow, we got the lowest low and highest high in an episode. That's pretty yeah. rare as well. Um, no fence sitters. No fence sitters 2021. Yeah. You either love shit or you fucking hate shit. <laughs> this is sounding like a hottest 100s and thousands. Yes, sir! <laughs> yeah. Season 9 coming soon, motherfuckers! So this will be... The 14th episode from season 7 to get... Oh my lord! It is currently, now because of that, it is leading our rankings for, yeah, the most unanimous cubic zirconias in a season. It'll be joining... Who Shot Mr. Burns Part 2? Radioactive Man. Bart Sells His Soul. Lisa the Vegetarian. Treehouse of Horror 6. Mother Simpson. Marge Be Not Proud. Scenes from the Class Struggle in Springfield. Bart the Fink. Home of the Smithers. The Day the Violence Died. 22 Short Films. And... Raging Abe Simpson and his grumbling grandson in the curse of the flying hellfish. And a partridge mm. in a pear tree. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, that might rate. That's a good, yeah, that's a good playlist. That's right? yeah, <laughs> just yeah, the best of season seven. Yes, sir. Because <laughs> it's funny because it's weird because it's season seven. Who shot Mr. Burns Part Two, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah that's, so season six, that's season six was one, yeah. Because yeah. that's where I the jumping of the shark was the second half of that uh, right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. now season yeah. 7 they're definitely getting into that sillier territory yeah, but I think yeah. that the episodes yeah still oh for sure demonstrably are still quite good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. alright look that about does it for the index and yeah biggest panel ever thank you so much guys for yeah, this today yeah, this is yeah, wonderful absolutely. dudes rock <laughs> let's do plugs Jack what do you got going on man I'm working on the second album right now I've got, awesome. couple, I've got a couple of shows coming up soon. Hopefully when this is out, I can plug them. I'll just say it now. I'm playing the Cambridge Hotel and La La La's in Wollongong with Nat Beza. Oh, awesome. And What's the first album called, Jack? The first album's called Middle Everything, and it's available now. Uh, Where's awesome album, Jack? Uh, <laughs> at uh, Spotify.com. What's the name of the band, Jack O'Reilly? <laughs> the band is called Jack O'Reilly. Yeah, so just go Spotify.com slash Jack space R space Colon Middle Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Generally, though, like, your song Into the Fire has been, like, on my hype list, like... Oh, um, thanks, mate. Workout playlist, yeah, I love it. Oh, you're very kind. So Thank good. you. And uh, you four boys, what's happening? Well, we uh, recently featured on the, I think, what will at the time be the most current, uh, most recent episode of The Simpsons Index. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely check that out if you get the Very chance. exciting for us. I don't know, those yeah. new but- males, they sound... <laughs> <laughs> by, the, by the time this is out... The new season of Hottest One Hundreds and Thousands will be also out. Boldly say that. <laughs> um, if you, if you don't know Hottest One Hundreds and Thousands, it's our podcast where we talk about every song deemed hot enough to be in Triple J Hottest One Hundred. We are now currently in the year two thousand and one. We're reviewing songs from that, shooting the shit. I only do other conversations a good sixty percent of the time, so you should have some fun listening to that if you want to do that. We're at hottest one hundreds and thousands with numerals, that is like one zero zero and so on. <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Facebook, on Twitter and Instagram, you can find us wherever you find your content. 
And we've got, like, we're about to do, like, the ninth season. So, yeah. yeah. There's some stuff to check out. We, we've been here. You can start, start. And you can start at the beginning of pretty much. I think, like, you can start at the beginning of any season. You can start at the most recent season. It's probably the only one that's any good. I can't remember the other ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't remember the most recent one. Whatever, look. No, we're, we're animated really crappily in the first season. So. <laughs> check, check, check us out. Also, my voice is really different. So, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend it. Deej was really wanting Frost to tr- 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 milkshakes. Yeah. <laughs> All the time, yeah. for some strange yeah. reason. <laughs> Yes, but check us out. Hot Hot Hundred Thousands, if you're into music from 20 years ago and hearing four dipshits talk about it, that's us, baby. Yes, sir. (laughs) No, that's great. And especially, like, your mid-season content have been absolutely loving the Super Request episodes. And, yeah, you can catch my charming voice on a couple of the remix episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Allegedly. (laughs) And, Deej, you've got a couple more podcasts as well. Yes, I do. So I have all my friends here in Bar Bands. I also have... A podcast that is currently called The Big Show 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 because we reviewed all the episodes of the Netflix series The Big Show Show, which has since been cancelled. So we are now focusing our attention on the man behind the character of The Big Show, Mr. Paul White, who is no longer The Big Show because he's signed with AEW and is now going by his birth name of Paul White. So we are changing the name of the podcast to White Guys. W-I-G-H-T. That's terrific. Uh, Wonderful. uh, Check that out. Also, this year is the 20th anniversary of Silver Side Up by Nickelback. Go back. It holds the fuck up. That's not true. You can quote me on (laughs) it. Jack never made it as a wise man, so he is is going to argue on that. What about a poor man stealing? Uh, Couldn't cut it. Oh, really? (laughs) Well, yeah, I wish you luck with the new podcast. Hope you guys make it as a white man. (laughs) (laughs) Also, in addition... Oh, we will! David, within the last little while, you've also released a very enjoyable, great musical record that you may want to plug. Um, Yes. Heads uh, around your feet. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Figured You Out. Uh, I was also on the Spider-Man soundtrack with Josie Scott. Just fucking trying to tee up for you, big up. Yeah, the funny thing love. is, at the My- gig, we didn't know what cover you were going to play. And yeah, you pull that fucking hero by Chad Kroger. And I brought the house down. You did. I'm a great musician. <laughs> yeah, Chad Kroger writes all my songs. <laughs> and you can quote me on that. Hi, Chad. Please check out Sky Lonely by Nothing Rhymes with David on Spotify or wherever you get your music. Yeah, we have a fill-in bassist who's quite good. Yeah. Yeah. Sexy, too. Sometimes he plays with five strings. Mm. Yeah. And what are we up to, BT? Um, hi, aren't we up to some things? Well, if you want to catch everything, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash sidequeststudios. This is our blanket umbrella for all the shows we do, The Simpsons Index, Thrones of Game, where we're reviewing Game of Thrones backwards, and Pulp Fury Radio, our fiction podcast anthology series. Mm. Doesn't the Joe Rogan experience also fall under that category? <laughs> we have to cut well? Joe Rogan oh. go. He was getting too big and too commercial. That's and we crazy, like man. Real. We really just didn't have time for all the ads for nutrient supplements uh, and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're a stamps.com. Stamps.com! <laughs> we will plug nothing else. A BT, can we pull that up? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that, that about does it for the Simpsons Index. Once again, thank you, guys. Thank you, Nathan. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, man. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Elliot. Thank you, Jack. No worries, thank, mate. No, thank you, Deej. <laughs> Thank you, PT. Like, you know, whatever. And I've been your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. That's all the mustard in the house! Yeah! R.I.P. Edit that, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I know you're going to do the Mr. Scream, Deej. Thank you for listening to the Simpsons Index podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can chat to us online at facebook.com slash thesimpsonsindex or at Simpsons Index on Twitter and Instagram. And now please stay tuned 
for the bonus scenes. Do you have another playlist, Beach? I don't have another playlist. I got like 13 more notes to get through. (laughs) (laughs) There is so much episode in this episode. This is the Snyder Cut. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to keep making that joke because it's timely. (laughs) And it's definitely not going to be dated by the time this episode comes out. (laughs) In three weeks. Exactly. (laughs) We're still going to be talking about the Snyder episode. The boat still might be stuck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.